Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Episodic Filipino Wrestling Podcast. This is the Smart Gilas Filipinas Podcast. Stunning Stancy at your service. To my right, Ravishing Ro Moran. And our guest host for this week, he is the current Philippine Wrestling Revolution champion. He is a first world man stuck in a third world country. Please welcome our friend, Classical Brian Leo. Pleasure for you to have me back. I am sure, Mr. C. Hey, Brian Leo. What's up, man? Good to see you, Ro. I miss Good you. See you. Good to see you. Uh, so were you stuck in the evil traffic of the third Yes, world? as always, stuck in the evil traffic. And this idiot driver was telling me where to go. What the hell? It's reverse here. In yeah. most places, we tell them where to take us. Yeah, he tells yeah. us where to go. I don't get it. Well, here's something to make you smile. You'll be happy to know that this podcast, mm. this podcast is the number... 48th ranked podcast in the sports and recreation section wow, on in iTunes. the Philippines. In the Philippines. Well, congratulations. That's a big deal. And Thank you. I think by having you, we will rise even higher. I'm sure of it. That's the goal. It will happen. And that's what you're here for. That's right. <laughs> Whoa, he's, he's here as our friend, not, not as a boy <laughs> to raise ratings. But I, I understand. I would have done the same thing to you anyways. <laughs> no, I mean, see, come on. See, we, we, we know. At least we're businessmen that way. Of course, of course. Anyway, um, if there's one thing that Brian, Leo, and I do agree on, it's that we are 90s kids at heart. Hey, mm. and me. Of course. And me. Well, we all agree on this. Yeah, we, we all agree, agree on this. this. And the reason we say this is we're recording on a Thursday, and it's a throwback Thursday at that. Mm-hmm. And today we saw the epic reunion of Keenan and Kel on The Tonight Show with oh, Jimmy Fallon. Thank you, Jimmy Fallon. I almost cried. I'm not even kidding. I love orange soda. Thank you so much. <laughs> Although it was the Good Burger sketch, which is epic in all levels as well. Yeah. Uh, they brought back so... it was Everything was on point. You'd think that... I don't know. Maybe it was a tribute that they do it differently, but they did good, uh, good, good burger <laughs> exactly as how they would do it back in the day. Right. Uh, they never missed a step. Uh, brilliant. E- even Keenan playing Lester Oaks construction worker. That was just amazing. <laughs> Kel was incredible. He hasn't aged a bit. I mean, I look older than Kel, I think, and I'm not that old, just so you know. I think we're, we all, in a way, look older than Kel. Yeah. It's amazing. Uh, nah, he doesn't look like he aged a day. Uh, Keenan, though, he looks a bit thinner. Uh, the facial hair makes him look gruffier. But it, it, I guess it worked because it showed that Lesser Oaks aged too, but Ed didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so it was great. And then having Jimmy Fallon there as the Epal, uh, co-worker of, of Ed was kind of nice. But, you know, in, in keeping line with continuity, Ed's the manager of Good Burger now. Jesus Christ. Why would... If you were, like, the owner of that Good Burger franchise, <laughs> would you make Ed the manager? 
I mean, how would he, how would have, uh, how would he even have lasted like five years? I oh, imagine yeah. they were continuing from the movie. If you remember that, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Where he saved that that whole franchise, right? Ah, yeah, right. So loyalty award is Ed. Utang na loob, right? Come for, on, man. For for say, what was the what was the name of the rival big ass uh, chain? The burger Mondo chain. Burger? Mondo yeah, Burger. Yeah, Mondo, Mondo Burger. Burger, right? So yeah, Sinbad. Yeah. <laughs> so so oh, yeah, Sinbad was 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 Keenan's professor, wasn't he? Or teacher? No, he was the bad guy in the movie. No, Sinbad was was the guy whose car that was wrecked. He wasn't the bad guy. Well, let me check. Yeah, he wasn't. He, his car was wrecked by by what's his name, Keenan, and then Keenan had to get had to get a summer job to pay off the, the damages. I remember that. All ah, right, all right. We should we should go watch it again. It's been a while uh, since I watched it. It's been a while. It it's been a long time since Sinbad since Sinbad's been relevant. Yeah, anyways, true. Too. <laughs> right, you know so, what? Yeah. Brian Leo was right. Sinbad was the teacher. <laughs> ah, who just demanded money. I don't know. From I know the owner of the Mondo Burger was a white guy. Blonde. He looked like someone yeah, yeah, from the yeah. Backstreet Boys. Yeah, yeah, Come yeah, on, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. White ganger. <laughs> yeah. Looked right, like someone from right. O-Town. <laughs> I, I stand corrected. I'm an O-Town fan, by the way. <laughs> yeah. It's all or nothing, baby. All right. So we got a lot of talk about for tonight. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Brian Leo, uh, guest hosting. I think this is for the second time. Uh, wait, uh, wait. He did guest host during that boy band episode. Oh, yeah, he did. He was part of our... And, uh, we were all equals that day. I think this is right. the third time, isn't it? Mm. I guess. Uh, uh, Cam- who's uh, counting? Cam is out today because I think he requested a day off so he can marathon Al Dub. <laughs> right. So um, we're, we're, we're going to talk about a lot of stuff. Uh, we have some news that we got to get out um, and, and uh, get our opinions on. Th- yeah, that's so, number one. So much has happened this week. So much has happened. And then second, mm. we have to talk about the shows that have taken place. So among them, you got Night of Champions. You got oh, Raw. Uh, let's talk a little bit about NXT because we, uh, we got to see it right before we hit record. And uh, later on, you'll be hearing about classical Brian Leo's thoughts on his upcoming match, his main event match at Renaissance. Shit. Two days, to Two days to go. Damn. Plus, oh our God. friend, the social media sinister Ken Warren, is also dropping by. He'll be sharing his thoughts on that. Plus, you'll find out which club he loves visiting. Hey, it's a reunion, if you think about it, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, like uh, the second guests of PWR, mm. from PWR to the, to the podcast were myself and Ken, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, I think the first, uh, I think it was like sometime at the end of last year, mm. the two of you mm. uh, were here together. Yeah, right. we were. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's quite fitting that they're here together again. It's a reunion just before of sorts. Renaissance. Yeah, yeah. That 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 show was actually just before Renaissance too. Yeah, 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 it was. Yeah. It was during the build up to Renaissance. It was wow. in September. Oh, oh man, Full circle. That's incredible. I wow. thought it was, I thought that guessing was after. I didn't no, 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 no. That was no. September. Yeah. I said uh, the, the next time that Ken Warren was on, he was with Chris Panzer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and was, it, was Scarlett there? Um, Scott, no, 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 that was another episode. All right, all right. Oh. I'm getting my episodes mixed up. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we have a long episode ahead of us, so let's just get right to it. We'll come right back with our analysis on the week, plus our take on the news, 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 and the headlines, headlines, headlines. Oh, oh. no, we just, we just <laughs> stole that. Yeah, I know. I, I love Boys Light Up. Did we really just steal that? From no, I, I don't want to steal that shit. Whatever. <laughs> so we got, we got to talk about current events later. This is episode 79 of the SGP Podcast. We're sitting here. Yeah, it's 79. But I feel like we were stuck in 79 forever. No, no, no. We're (laughs) actually at 79. Okay. And we're sitting here with our guest host, uh, Classical Brian Leo. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's been a heavy week in wrestling, so let's dive deep into it right off the bat. Night of Champions happened. So many Mm. things took place. A couple of big returns that night. The first big return was that of Y2J, Chris Jericho. 
he was the third man. And I, as, as big of a Jericho fan as I am, as much as I am a Jericho Hall, it was lackluster, right? It was a Come letdown. On. Yeah. It I, was a letdown. I, I, although it was a letdown, I understood why he was the third man. Because he ultimately lost the, the feud against Bray Wyatt last year. Yeah. Oh, you so actually remember that. Yeah, yeah, I do, I do, I do. Yeah, so do I. And, so, but he, nobody he, mentioned it. Did someone mention it? Uh, Menon, Menon. It was referenced by JBL and Cole. J, okay, JBL and Michael Cole, Cole right. mentioned it? Yeah, they mentioned wow. it. Wow. Continuity. No. Right. And I guess it was good then because I don't know if you remember, but Jericho actually beat Bray Wyatt. No. In the cage match? No, no, no. no. In a singles match. In a singles match. Oh, yeah. Did, yeah, but, but he, in the final match. Not yeah, the yeah. feud. Not the feud. But he beat Bray Wyatt. So I think if you're going to use wrestling logic and let us fill in the holes by ourselves, like uh, Dean and Roman went to a guy who knows how to pin Bray Wyatt, who knows oh, yeah. how to beat the guy. Yeah, yeah, okay. So that's why he was the third guy. And, third no, guy. And, and, and Jericho would have had a reason to come back because he, because he lost yeah, the last exactly, match. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. So he has something to gain out of you know aligning with Dean and Roman. But let me ask you, uh, Brian who did you want to be the third man? Honestly, I've, I'll just say this. Going to Jericho, to me, was kind of a lazy option, right. in my opinion. Because you, know, you could have given it to someone new, someone you could have built up. Like this Brown, what was his name? Brown, Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman, I still can't pronounce that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when they brought him in, he, had, he got so much momentum just by being with those guys. Mm-hmm. You know, I really think that they could have pulled someone up from NXT, like maybe a Baron Corbin or... Right. Maybe they could have put in another another guy who needed a push really right. badly, like a Cesaro, for right. example. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was campaigning for Cesaro. I was really hoping Cesaro would go in there and, you know, kind of take over as the third member of the quote-unquote shield. Would you have wanted Samoa Joe on it or no? Yes, I would have. All it right. would have been great because he would have gotten a nice push. But I will say this, Joe's run has been lackluster. Which in is my fair. humble opinion, mm. so, still sloppy Joe. So, so we got uh, <laughs> we got Chris Jericho, and some people say now that Jericho is the third guy, so it's obvious that they were going to lose the match. I did. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> didn't see it that way. No, I, I'll tell you why. Now, I mean, you'd think that they would that Roman and Dean would need a win. Yeah, yeah. And I really believe if that if they had anyone besides Jericho, it doesn't matter if it's Sting, if it's Cesaro, if it's Samoa Joe, if it's you know uh, what was that guy? What was Buff Bagwell? <laughs> Buff you know, they would have come out on top. But because Jericho was in there, automatically I knew. Oh boy. Okay, I know who's going over because Jericho puts everyone over. And then many times it's to a fault. Is is Jericho the new legendary jobber? Because you had like Brooklyn Brawler, you had Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Yeah. You got guys like Sergeant Slaughter. <laughs> no, I mean So is Jericho one of those guys now? No, I don't think so. <laughs> no. so Jericho is still seen as a legitimate threat. I agree. Whereas he Sergeant Slaughter, he comes out, you know he's gonna lose. Yeah, I mean, cause Slaughter's, you know, like what, over sixty now or something <laughs> like that. But Jericho can still get in there, you can still go. But the problem is, you know, there was a time when you beat Jericho, it meant something. That's true. Now Everyone's beating Jericho because he's so willing to help out. Yeah. yeah, he's not protected. That's the problem. He is not protected, and I truly believe that's his fault. So, do you think he's too nice? Yes. Okay. I mean, let's be honest. Sometimes it's better for business for the legend to keep winning, just so that when you lose, it makes a big. It's a big deal. I can see it in my head. You know though. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I get it. I, I can see. It, although I can see it in my head, some fans, I bet, will complain if Jericho wins. They're mm. gonna complain. Oh, this old guy this isn't, old guy, yeah, isn't even here to put the young guys over. Well, well, <laughs> well, I can understand that. But once again, he can still go. He's not that old. Mm. And the thing is, when that person finally beats him, that's a really big rub. Now, if anyone beats him, no one gives a. 
crap. You know, what my, you know what the biggest problem of the Jericho return is? What? The fact that he didn't even stay for Raw. Yeah. We're not the champions. He ended up turning on Dean and Roman. Or assu- we assume that he turned on Dean and Roman. The next night, nobody even mentions him on Raw. Oh. He just came and went. And then, boop, wala na. That's why I, I thought it was lazy booking. I, I, I hate to say the term booking. But I really thought it was lazy to have him as the pick. Because I just knew there was no long-term plan. Yeah, it was very short-sighted to have Chris yeah. Jericho there. I don't know whose fault is it, uh, you know, for Jericho not showing up in Raw. If it's the Bookers or the creative team or Vince for not, you know, planning way ahead of time, or Jericho uh, refusing to appear on the next show. But yeah, you're right. It's really a no. It really is short-sighted. Why have this guy and not even mention him afterwards? The least you could do is mention him afterwards. Yeah. Like, okay. Shit didn't work out. Uh, they lost, even though they got Jericho. Or they could have set up like if if the end game is to have a feud between Dean or Roman versus Jericho, but you could have at least planted seeds by playing it up. The fact that he left Dean and Roman right after the match. In, in you know they didn't leave on good terms, so nagkulang sila in in that aspect of storytelling, which is funny for a company that prides itself on storytelling. Actually, you should know Jericho has a history of this. Of what? L- of you know where where he leaves a match like immediately and, and very upset. I mean, he did a few times when Shelton Benjamin beat him for the IC <laughs> title. He did several times, but he never turned. Yeah, it could be one of those cases again. But we don't know because yeah. he he's not there, right? Exactly, so it, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> Um, let's move on to happier things that happened at Night of Champions. They finally pulled the trigger on Kevin Owens winning a singles title on the main roster. So he's the new Intercontinental Champion. Mm. So I don't think you're too happy about this because I'm, I'm ecstatic uh, as hell. No, I mean, it's not that I'm not happy. I'm glad that, that Owens is getting his due push. You know, it's just that I really think that it should have been the U.S. title. Okay. When he was taking on Cena, I really think that maybe he should have gone over in that match. As much as I am a Cena fan, mm-hmm. I really believe he would have legitimized the U.S. title even more than Cena already has. Because, but, you know, his momentum was through the roof. Yeah, but uh, let's, let, let's try to forget that for a while. Mm-hmm. Saying, but there's nothing yeah, we can I mean, do about it. Yeah, nothing do about it. But yeah. what, don't you think that he can do the same for the Intercontinental he, this track, is, which this needs more help? You see... Right now, the IC title, as you stated, needs a lot of help mm-hmm. because it has not been as protected or respected yeah. as much as the U.S. title. I mean, it's been passed around, and there are rumors that it's actually been cursed because <laughs> yeah, you look actually. at all the people who, who, who are getting deep pushed once they win it, who are getting injured. Honestly, I'm nervous. For Owens, <laughs> I'm very nervous. Him winning this, to me, there's a lot of downside to it considering the way people who've won it have been handled lately. I think, though, that... Uh Kevin Owens could do the same thing for the IC title uh, as John Cena's been doing. I think Kevin Owens could have, like, the heel open challenge. Yeah, why not? Although, you know, he can't really run at the same time if Cena's still doing his open challenges. But he, it wouldn't make sense because he's the heel that, that takes a challenge and runs away. Uh, that's true. That's the thing. I think uh, I, I think it's, it can still work in Owens' favor such that there are more babyface contenders in the mid-card. Mm. So mm. We, let's bring up Cesaro once again. Because uh, when oh we think God. about it, the Kevin Owens-Cesaro feud didn't really have a lot of closure. It's over. No, I, it makes no, sense either. To me, it's over. I would like to see Cesaro challenge Owens for the Intercontinental Championship. That would be a feud that I would actually uh. you know, um, um, follow so closely. I mean, that was something that was really built up so well and then... They just pulled the rug from under all of us, and then yeah. nothing happened as yeah. usual. Another start and stop push for Cesaro, and at this point, he's about to get Dolph Ziggler. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I'm really worried for that because that's a damn shame. Yeah, and right now, not even Dolph Ziggler is getting Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, <laughs> Ziggler is just there, as yeah, far yeah, as I'm that's concerned. True. That's true. He's I, the way I see it now. He is probably mid card for life. Uh, yeah. I cannot see him in the main event anymore, based on the way he's been utilized for the last few years. 
it's over for him as far as I don't as know why he didn't quit the, we, we had these rumors of Dolph quitting like yeah, a few months back of honor no he's happy this, I mean, they, yeah, they I made him happy it's, it's kind of like being in a corporation now, if your boss starts to see now oh you look like you're about to quit here let me give you a raise <laughs> that's what they did to Dolph Ziggler that's how they got him so to you're resign. saying that all it took to make him happy was to give him a movie and probably a pay bump like a 3-5% pay bump yeah that sounds pretty much like the CM Punk deal she <laughs> okay. had made him a little happy for no, now then honest, he walked out but let's yeah. be honest in the corporate Corporate world, ganun din naman ang ginagawa ng mga bosses eh, to keep yeah, people around, especially if they know that their employees are talented yeah, yeah. and if they don't want to lose them. Yeah, I mean, you can't blame the bosses for doing that. But, you know, once again, that was all on Ziggler. Yeah. I mean, if it's me, I'm in the shoes. I made my money. I would have taken my yeah. chances and maybe, you know, just have fun and build myself up in the indies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, that's what I would have done. Like, I, why would I be... If I was Dolph, I mean, yeah, I get it. It's the money. The money mm. is good. But uh, why would I be stuck here working this soap opera angle? I mean, I'd imagine you saved up a pretty hefty sum. Mm-hmm. I'd I, imagine, but I don't know. <laughs> I think the exposure he'll get from WWE is still bigger than whatever exposure... Oh, can get oh definitely not. As an indie Cer- wrestler certainly, or a stand-up yeah. comedian or certainly, whatever. Certainly, definitely, definitely. But the thing is, you look at guys like, you know, let's say, uh, like Drew Galloway, for example. Yeah. When he he was ruined in WWE in the 3MB, now he's one of the hottest, you know, wrestlers in the indies because in he built yeah. himself up. Yeah. He's basically carrying TNA along with EC3 right now. Yeah. Who uh, went through the same shit in WWE. Exactly. exactly. And now yeah. EC3 is a, is a big deal. And you're saying that uh, you won't get exposure as... As you can with the WWE, but I think I'd like to think that after what almost ten years in the company, ten not ten years, yeah, yeah. Not ten years, uh, you would have enough name recognition yeah, to make a, I mean, to be, become a big deal. AJ Styles was in yeah. the WWE for for what one show? He was there for one show. Yeah, so hindi kailangang magpakilala. Hi, I'm Dolph Ziggler. AJ Styles dropped to Rico. Yeah, he did exactly, <laughs> and he dropped to the Hurricane too. I, I recall that. But now he's one of the biggest stars in Japan. It yeah. can happen. It can really happen. I really believe it. Now, uh, you know, we, we can't speak for Dolphin. Yeah, but once again, that was his decision. And we don't know what influenced his decision, so we respect it. But I would have liked to see him go to the Indies personally. Yeah. All right. Um, how about how about this next item that uh, that's on our list for today? Uh, they also pulled the trigger on Charlotte winning the Divas Championship. It's about time. Uh, when when it <laughs> happened, when she was celebrating alongside Ric Flair, I really wanted Paige to turn right there. Because I think nah, if you want them to hate, if you want the fans to hate Paige so much, you would have her ruin the moment with Flair there. You might as well, mm. you might as well make uh, give the fans a legitimate reason to hate her. Be the ultimate sourpuss. Well, it, Spoil Charlotte's moment. It happened them on the next night. Like you know, Flair was still there. They were still crying. Yeah. And everything. But I couldn't boo Paige for that personally. All right. So uh, you're talking about the rant. Yeah. Yeah. No, the rat was awesome. I yeah, love the that, rat. That, that's that's the problem. Uh, I think majority of the audience agreed with it. No, because that the rat was the very. It was very IWC. It was very meta to an extent. Yeah. So they they once again. Creative made Paige the voice of the IWC the same way they made CM Punk or, or Shield or, the voice of the IWC and AJ and AJ. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. Right. So at the end of the day, people like us we're the heels, mm. right? <laughs> we are the bad guys. So uh, to, to have a wrestler say what we've been dying to say on our internet forums, on our groups, and all that shit—that's what makes a heel promo. You're mm. the bad guy. You don't believe in the secret. <laughs> I don't believe in this in, in, in that bullshit. Sorry, what, but I, I don't. No, I, I don't believe in Ryback saying, nah, I believe in the secret, you know, it's straight in my left. No, he, he doesn't make me believe in it. That's not book? fair, man. That's not fair to Ryback because if, he, if, if that shit got him through a bad part of his life, Leave it to him. I had no, no I mean, idea he was reading the secret. Yeah, he was. That, that, that was the whole thing. That was, the whole, that was like one of the main points of their, their feud. That's his gimmick right now. Oh. 
Yeah, um, it started when he returned from injury, from that staph infection thing. Yeah, I mean, because I, I remember watching that video of him lifting weights and whatnot and having tears in his eyes saying how much, <laughs> you know, he appreciated the business and whatnot. I was like, whoa, I, I could buy into this guy. No, let me explain. <laughs> let me explain <laughs> lang yung rant ko about, about Ryback. Kasi, mm. like, Ryan Reeves believing the secret, I think that's legit. Because mm. he talked about it on Talk is Jericho. But right? Ryback. But Ryback. Okay, <laughs> I think I get your point. It's not convincing. As mm. a guy who's read the secret, tries to live it. So for me, I, I call bullshit. And that's I think, why I can't buy him as a baby I face. think the problem with Ryback right now is, one, he's trying to do the whole corny Roman Reigns thing that was happening last year. Yeah. And two, uh, he's just not good at it. So when he tries to talk too much, it just... You make it makes us too not to say as you said you don't really buy it when he talks too much. I think he's he's better off as a man of few words. Let mm. him have an opponent like Kevin Owens run his mouth, and then Sasagut lang si Ryback, or he'll just come in for the beatdown. Mm. But I think he's much better in that role. Intensity sells with but Ryback. Sure, intensity yeah. definitely sells. I agree. Definitely. I agree. Let's go back a bit to to Paige and her rant because I want to mm. address this point that Ro actually brought up to me privately <laughs> <Yeah>. earlier. <laughs> Um, when Paige ranted about the Divas, she called out everybody on the roster. And I love how she did it. She called out uh, the Bellas for using their, their relationships to get a certain <laughs> position in the company. She called out Lana and Summer Rae for, and I quote, climbing on other men instead of climbing through the Divas division. Her mm. words, not mine. She called out Natty and questioned her employment status. She called out Team wow. Bad for, um, for being all flash, no substance. Again, her words, not mine. So I want to focus on... Um, Paige's rant towards the Bellas. How is she the heel again? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, to be fair to the Bellas, to be fair to the Bellas, Brie Bella got together with Daniel Bryan when he was, when he was still Jabronia Jace. Yeah, nobody knew he was going to be the big star he is. But was 2010. he Jabroni at the time? I mean, 2010. 2010. Okay. 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 okay, fair enough. All right. So that was when he they was got a champion, together. though. Yeah, but, that, but at the time, nobody, nobody gave the shit, uh, uh, gave no a shit yes movement. about the US title. Yeah, no yes true. movement, pa, right? No yes movement. He was right. money in the bank title holder. Mm, okay, okay, okay. So, um, yeah, maybe Brie Bella, it's not so fair. Nikki mm. Bella. Uh, I don't want to make assumptions, but I'm making an assumption yeah. that woman's a hoe. No, I'm, I'm kidding. I don't know. No, so, so, so the, um, the contrarian point of view to Paige's rant is that when she called out the Bellas and Lana and Summer Rae, she was slut-shaming. Mm. Right? And, and let's all agree that slut-shaming is in bad. the real world is bad. Right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> out of respect to women, all of us came from women. Yeah. Of course. Right? So out of respect to women, of course slut-shaming is bad. No, but the way I saw it was just... Venting out of frustration, yeah, you know what I, being, mean? I mean? She was being the heel. Exactly. Yeah, venting out of frustration, just being honest that, that she felt she was stepped over. And heel psychology will tell you now, to be a heel, you have to do things that are frowned upon in the real world. Yeah. You're not supposed to do good things if you're the bad guy. The reason why you want people to hate you, the reason why you want the heat, is because you're doing the things that people don't like. And the thing in question, which you're not mentioning yet, is that she's whining and she's complaining instead of doing something about it. Instead of winning, getting better, she's just uh, running her mouth. Which is, again, a heel move. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. And that's what makes Paige an effective heel paren. Like even though even though like you and I and Ro and maybe other people who are mm. listening to the podcast agree with the meat of what Paige says, the manner in which she goes about it was manner, wrong. Yeah, okay. Exactly. We'll be honest. Yeah, it was very dirty. <laughs> hey. Okay, but uh, I, I like where, where they're going with it personally. So do I. Yeah, and honestly, I, I said before on this podcast that I was n- I was never really sold on Paige. I found her overrated, but I'm interested. Okay. This time I'm very interested to see where she can go. I think Paige works better as a healer. 
Yeah, because like, there's more character to it, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, as a baby face, she's kind of bland. Mm. Um, she wrestles more aggressively as a heel then. Like, she uses those headbutts. And I mm. love it when she just goes ape shit and, you know, uses the headbutts. So it, it, it makes her more aggressive, which hindi not so much as a body type mm. when you see her. Because she's a pretty girl. Yeah. Right? You would expect yung, yung brusco na wrestling style from a Tamina or a Beth Phoenix. Or Nikki Bella. <laughs> <laughs> or a Nikki Bella, yeah, uh, to uh, an the extent. Cena style, okay. <laughs> to an extent, yeah. Mm. But you know, to see that that rough style from a page is is wonderful. And a lack of cartwheels and whatnot. That, yeah, that's yeah. A, that's a breath of fresh air to me personally. For sure, for sure. Anything else on on uh, the girls on the Divas? Uh, Natalia, she's oh, back. Yeah. Natty's back. Thank God. Okay, can I just say Natty is the most underrated woman in the WWE right now. She should have been a multi-time Divas champion. I just have to say it. He, he, no, no, no. I'm Here's a, a fact check for you. She's only won the Divas championship what? once. Exactly. Multi-time. She should have won it more than once. Can she's very talented. <laughs> Can I just say that uh, I don't understand why some people are complaining about where she was. Her husband got a neck injury. You, you, you. Some people don't wouldn't think that she'd be there for him. Of course. No. I mean, you know. I mean. So why is Brie Bella out all the time again? Huh? Why is Brie Bella wrestling still? Uh, because because Debra is rumored to be fine. Yeah, he's fine. I mean, he's fine. Assuming you know, we're assuming I think he's, he's fine. fine. He yeah. says he's fine. Well, I, I, yeah, I, I would mean. trust him. He would be feeling, you know, he would. He would know best. Again, yeah, Kurt Angle says he's fine all the time. That's true. That's true. Nothing against Kurt. Up. We love Kurt. I, I love Kurt. Yeah. So, so uh, just going back to Natty, um, it, it, I, I thought it was good. Nah, mm. they used Paige calling her out as a reason to bring her back into yeah. the story. I just want to see her have a meaningful role. Because hey, the way I see it is, if I were to fantasy book this shit, I would actually make Natty align with Paige eventually. I'd agree. I would definitely agree. She was so overlooked, more than Paige, more than anyone on that Ross on the Divas division right now. She has been overlooked. Except the lingering tension would be that Paige never works well with others. That's the history of the Paige character. Really? She never yeah, works that, well with others. Let me thing. look back and think about AJ that. AJ Lee, <laughs> Alicia Fox, and now PCD. Ah, yeah, there's always been, you know, conflict, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Right, so, you know, Paige has never played well with others. Um, anything else on the girls? We're uh, good? Yeah, we're good. All right, let's talk about Seth Rollins. Uh, three things we got to talk about Rollins. Mm. One, the fact that he lost the U.S. title. Two, Expected. the fact that he retained against Sting. Expected. Three, the return of Kane. <laughs> Expected. <laughs> I wasn't expecting Kane. No, yeah, wait. neither was I. I was not was expecting, expecting Kane. Kane. Yes, I was. <laughs> At Night of Champions, not... At Night of Champions, I expected Kane. Okay. I would, I would expect him on Raw. But not the show. But anyway, uh, yeah. Yeah, so uh, Rollins lost the U.S. title to John Cena, which I predicted last week on the podcast. And then uh, I think Ro was like, no, 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 he retains the U.S. championship. So I'm kind of happy. And I was like, yeah, I called it. Uh, I, I'm a Cena fan. I was happy to see that personally <laughs> for more reasons than one. Mm. My problem with this... No, actually, no. I, I don't have a problem with this. I, I had a problem lang with um, the fact that Rollins and Cena faced each other faced again. each other again on Raw. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's overdone. No, I got I got tired for Rollins because you know that guy just wrestled a, a marathon back to back main event. Yeah. The night before, and you make him wrestle like a, like a ten minute match mm. on, on Raw, even though he doesn't he didn't really have to do much. Yeah. Was that you only know, ten minutes? I, I don't know. I, 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 at least ten minutes. Mm. So uh, you don't ask him to do much, but he goes out there and does what he does anyway. Mm. But uh, okay, no, you're gonna just, you've seen too much of it. Not just that, you're gonna have to give this guy a break because if his body breaks down because of the yeah. things you ask him to do, you're gonna regret it. The same way that Daniel Bryan's body broke down. Yeah, or but that was on him down. though. 
That was on him. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's fair. That's fair. So, yun lang. Um, nakakapagod for both the viewer kasi you see the same the, the same match over and over again. Mm. And nakakapagod for the performer, for Seth Rollins I'm himself. I'm dying for a brand split. I just have to say, oh, I am so, dying sorry, for sorry. a brand split. Ito lang. Uh, let me throw this out here since you're here. Mm. You know, we're all here. If a brand split if a brand split were to happen, would you have two world champs again? Honestly, or just the same unified championship. As much as possible, seeing as how they unified the belts already, let's not break them apart again. I agree. You with know, this. I mean, I mean, Daniel Bryan mentioned in an interview one time that his plan when he won the IC title was to stay exclusively on SmackDown and make that a big deal again. Make the IC title a big deal again. I'd like to see him go with that, personally. Yeah, and if you want a, a good way to save the mid-card championships, this is how you do it. You, you, leave the, you leave the world championship at the top and then elevate the two uh, equally by giving the up-and-comers a chance to compete for it. Basically, the way it was back in the, in the old days, yeah, right? Yeah, pretty much, it yeah. worked. I would actually create like a SmackDown Championship, which was the plan mm. in 2005. No, it was not. It was just a placeholder for the or, World Heavyweight or, yeah. Championship. Or besides, they, they had the idea, well, they I mean, had the concept. Consider it that the World Title was the SmackDown yeah, title? Yeah, yeah. yeah it was, I mean, for yeah. sure. Yeah. It was. Yeah. You know, ilang, I'm, I, I would be open to a SmackDown Championship, but I do see the merit in keeping mm. the Unified Championship. Because you went through all that trouble before, mm. and then like a year and a half later, oh, let's split them up again. Yeah, it's exactly. Stupid. It's counterintuitive. You gotta wait for a few years before you do that. Even think about doing that. Uh, since we're talking about the world championship, uh, um, Seth Rollins, his opponent Sting, we all know he got injured. Um, Brian Leo, you've been you've been telling us about the news before uh, yeah, everybody yeah. else broke it. I so. was heartbroken. Yeah, tell us no, about. Uh, it. Honestly, I grew up as a Sting fan. I didn't like WCW as a young kid, but I was always a fan of Sting. But as I got older, I appreciated Blonde Sting and Surfer <laughs> Sting a lot more than you know Crow Sting. But it doesn't change the fact that the guy was very talented. He always left his all in the ring, no matter how old he was, no matter how injured he. was was he went there and he gave the best show he possibly could wrestling anybody old or young he's and 56 yeah he's 56 but he looked fantastic he could move i mean don't mind the bald spot on the back of his <laughs> head okay because you know they didn't cover it up that well as well as tna did but it doesn't change the fact that when he got in the ring you could see the effort but he had yeah. a great match with i love the match uh, yeah, not it, just with Triple H, with Cena, with, uh, with, with Seth too. Rollins yeah. had a very good match until he got in, he yeah. had he suffered that horrible injury, yeah. and for his career to end this way in his, what his third match in WWE after he finally returned. Second match. Do we not count the tag team match? Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. No, wrong, right. ah. wait. So his WWE record is one and two. Yes. Yeah, yeah, one and two. No, 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 no. It's two and two. Why two two and two? Two? Because it, before the tag team match, oh, yeah, it was a one-on-one yeah, match. Yeah, the one-on-one, but that was, a, that was a draw. Maybe people say that was a draw. Was it, it a draw? It was a DQ. So he won by Oh, he won that match. Yeah. Shit, so it's two and two. Oh, that's... I gave you points for that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Stephen uh, Amell still has a better record than Sting. That's, that's true. That's a real shame, honestly, <laughs> because, you know, it's just... Can I just say, I want to rant about the Triple H-Sting match. All right, match. sure, sure. Just for a short moment, I just want to say Triple H was never at Sting's level. When Sting was on top in WCW, Triple H never reached that level. Never. And the fact that he really tries to make people believe he was ever on that level, I'm sorry, man. You, you were awesome when you were a heel in 2000. You were really great. But you were never as awesome or as, as, as high up there as Sting was. That's why he was over, that, was, that was why he was overcompensating with all the Terminator shit. <laughs> yeah, but it's just, you know, it's like, it was a real slap in the face to WCW and the fans and to Sting. Right, it, so it was fucked up. What do you think happened... At the Night of Champions match. A botch happened. I mean, it happens. I mean, a crazy move like that. Like, the, those turnbuckles under that padding, 
it's steel. You yeah, yeah. you know that for a fact, mm-hmm. bro. It's nothing but steel. And if you land the wrong way in any move, even a body stamp could kill you. Do, do you think that Rollins should work safer, or was it Sting's uh, fault in a way that you know he was a bit rusty, so he didn't take uh, it the I way mean, he should? I mean, you could really go on both ways. I mean, Sting wrestles now, even at the age of fifty-six, mm-hmm. is great. Even though he's in such great shape, he's still fifty-six years old. Yeah. I mean, uh, you look at Undertaker with all the crazy things he's done. He doesn't look his age anymore. He looks <laughs> yeah, twenty yeah. years older. That's because I truly believe it's because of all the damage he's that he's taken. Mm-hmm. Sting right. protected himself so well, but there's only so much your body can take. I think Sting then, you know, was was game for it. Being, you know, yeah, being he was game. Yeah. Like I said, he'll do what he'll yeah. go give you the best show he can. Yeah. <laughs> so now that we know that, you know, Ganitas is Sting. And mm. these are the situations, right? Like, the, this is, these are the things that he can be vulnerable to. Mm. If Sting were to wrestle again, mm. and, that, and then, uh, at this point, it looks like a big if. Oh. Is there something that should change with the way that he, uh, with the way that he performs? Um, in my opinion, if he can keep the high energy up, that'd be great. Because I think that's what he's got going for him. Even at his age, he can still bring that energy up like no one can. But he has to be more, he has to be willing to say no. I really think, like Jericho, mm. he has to say no. I know he wants to give a great match to the, to the paying customers and whatnot, but let's be honest, he is not the surfer sting anymore. Mm-hmm. He is not the athlete he once was. I mean, your body can only take so much. So at this rate, um, wh- what's the possibility that we get to see Sting in a ring again? Oh, we don't know yet. We don't know all the facts yet. We don't know how bad the injury is or what the injury even is. If there is if an it's injury. it's a back injury or a yeah. neck injury. It's Are they like, saying mom about it? No, they don't know yet. Just have a f- uh, what we do know uh, is that his neck is not broken. I thank God for yeah, that. That's all we know. But we don't know anything. Because uh, there had to be something because he collapsed. Yeah. Uh, and I have to commend Seth Rollins, by the way. I have to commend both men, by the for, way. For carrying on yeah, and yes. knowing how to turn Sting, bad situations. Sting carried one, yeah. on, and Rollins sold like a champ for it. Yeah. yeah. No, that's true. Like, that's you, true. You can, everyone can see that the Scorpion Deathlock was really soft as fuck, but mm. Rollins sold like he was being tortured. Bad right news there. and all, yeah. Bad yeah. news and all. But, no. you know. I, I don't. I don't have anything to say because I say not be united. But uh, yeah. No, I mean I think that speaks highly of, of of both men as ring generals. Though I just want to say that. All right. Uh, we good with Sting. I think so. All right. So let's talk about a couple of other things that happened on Night of Champions and on Raw before we get to NXT. First is, uh, again, the return of Kane. So the multiple personalities angle, let's explore that. Because when he returned. This is a TNA angle. Yeah, it is. This is a TNA angle. We recognize this about Abyss and Joseph Park. Oh, good times. Uh, But when when Kane returned at Night of Champions, he was Demon Kane. Mm. And everybody knew that he was out for Seth Rollins, which Mm. effectively turns Kane babyface. Yeah. Right? He comes back on Raw and he's Corporate Kane, and Corporate Kane is a heel. Mm. Right, and I love the fact that Corporate Kane tried to play up the fact that I have no recollection of what happened. He was not a heel. Corporate Kane was not a heel that time. Right, fine, yeah. He was in the transition phase. B- yeah. He was being Bibokane. You can't boo Bibokane. <laughs> Bibo Corporate Kane talks so different from yeah. Demon Kane. And I, I that's even normal, the beauty of it. And normal Corporate Kane. Yeah, a normal Corporate Kane. <laughs> But that's the beauty of it. It's 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 good. Yeah, it's the subtleties. Exactly. Right? And that's why I it's wanted them to go with it. Mm. Uh, you know, to keep going with it. But then, at the end of Raw, they they suddenly switch gears <laughs> and reveal. That. I don't know if if they're sticking with this next week. But I, after what happened, I think they are. Uh, they kind of reveal that it was actually you know 
It was actually part of the plan. Now, everything was premeditated. Well, that's what I got. That's from not it. what I understood. The really? way I see it is, it's it's become split personality. What, like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde? Yes! I don't know, because... No, because I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. To me, it would be too easy for this to be some sort of master plan or whatever. You know, and to me, okay, based on the way Kane is really playing it off, it is so convincing he has no idea what is going on. I'm convinced. Now, I actually disagree. You, know See, now, you said it yourself, <laughs> now it's too easy. It was too easy in the WWE creative department took I think, the no, lazy no, way I think, out. I, I, see, so? I see where Brian Leo saw that it wasn't that way. I think uh, when you maybe when you watch it again, from the way he transitioned in that last sentence, yeah. uh, okay, maybe... He, you can argue, but maybe you can argue that uh, Kane wasn't aware that he was transitioning mm. into the demon. Yeah. Maybe you can argue, it, but that remains to be seen. Mm. So I think it's the way in the way they executed it. So if they did, if they, they I don't think they did it the way they imagined they should be doing it. Mm. So maybe that's why I thought nah, they revealed the plan. But yeah. I, I, I thought that they revealed the plan. Mm-hmm. Like, the way I wanted to see the multiple personalities play out is there is a dichotomy. Mm-hmm. But there's Demon Kane, there's Corporate Kane. And then mm-hmm. he's trying to either walk the line, like find that balance, or mm-hmm. try to separate those two personalities mm-hmm. from each other. But at the end of the night, what I got was there is no dichotomy. There just is Kane. Well, I'm hoping you're wrong, and I'm hoping I'm right, because right now, I'm actually enjoying this story. We are hoping you're right as well. Yeah. We want this, uh, yeah. And I just want to say, this is the first time in a long time Kane has been relevant. Yeah, man, you, I, I, mean, I, I mean, he's been... He was, challenged for the okay, title last I mean, okay, year. Okay, fine, fine, but interesting. <laughs> interesting. You th- Think of it this way. Kane, has, to me, has not been interesting since, you know, since his Team Hell No days. No, That's I my did. personal opinion. No, you're right, you're right. Uh, even though you can say that this is like, the Abyss Joseph Park story. Mm. This isn't something WWE runs on the daily, on a regular basis. Exactly. So I want to see this uh, see this through. I might actually tune into Raw more often <laughs> just for this. I'm not even kidding. No, yeah. I actually thought na na Kane was actually interesting when he started to turn on Rollins, like when the authority was falling apart. Ah, okay. I, I, I loved the internal dissent, nile. Mm. Like when Randy Orton st- uh, turned on the authority, and then mm. when Kane started to turn on Rollins, it was kind of interesting, man. But I get what you're trying to say. Mm. I get, I get what you mean. Uh, they needed to freshen up the Kane character, mm. and they did. Mm. Um, it, it's just a matter of where they go from here, because you to have two guys Rollins who believe. <laughs> you, you have two guys who believe that um, they they pulled the trigger too fast on the reveal. We really hope you're right, man. Yeah, I'm yeah. hoping I'm right. I for really the, for the purpose of a gr- uh, great ass story. Last thing I want to talk about, um, unless you guys have something else to say about Kane. I'm good. That, that's it. Well, I I can see where Brian Leo saw it wasn't the case, so I hope that's the case. So do I. I'm really hoping. Last thing we should talk about really quickly um, is Randy Orton's return, okay. uh, which makes sense logically because he still has unfinished business with the Wyatts, Wyatts who took him yeah, out. But, but um, I, I, uh, the one thing that I actually want to address is the fact that when he was attacked by the Wyatts, Dean and Roman were nowhere to be found. They come out, yeah, sure. And now that Randy Orton, uh, now that Dean and Roman were being attacked, Randy Here Orton comes, comes Randy, out. Yeah. But you can argue that Randy Orton came out not to help Dean and Roman per se, just to get back at the Wyatts. Exactly. Mm. So, w- what's your guys' take on this? Because, um, parang kulang pa rin eh, para sa akin. Like maybe he could have RKO Dean and Roman afterward. That would have been great. Diba? I would have loved. I that. think they're saving that moment. No. You think uh, a heel turn's coming? Not necessarily a heel turn, but you know, not if you can explain it as uh, this is for not saving me back then, that's that would not, be interesting. That, would, that, would, I mean, that wouldn't be yeah. a heel turn. 
That would just that would just be Randy being Randy, mm. being his angry self. Because but, Randy's like the, fee, the the male version of Pedro. He never plays well with others. Mm. Actually, yeah, that that makes perfect sense. Not since evolution, he hasn't played with, played with others at all. Mm. But I just want to say this: I really believe he's become very stale. That's As true. in very stale. Like I'm not excited to see Randy Orton anymore. Me you know either. when he wasn't stale? When? When he was meth fueled Orton. <laughs> meth fueled Orton, and this was when uh, he was turning away from the authority. Mm. Ah, yeah, that was kind of like a, a very nice babyface turn, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like he was kind of being a bit of a Steve Austin-like yeah, character. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Matthew Old Orton was the best. Yeah. Like, that's my favorite Randy Orton. Yeah, but Me you could too. tell he was kind of just going with the pa- paces right there, right? Parang he didn't really care too much. But he was, you know, acting top-notch then. Yeah. At the time. Because mm. Matthew Old Orton, um, parang may konting hugot din yun eh. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I think that's why it worked. Because there's a little who good from real life. Whereas in Babyface Orton, which I know uh, this is what you're referring to, is very stale. Yes. Right? I should go dig up the Matthew Orton videos again. Yeah. Th- th- those just gave me so much joy. <laughs> me too. Beating up Rollins. Yeah. You think I forgot? And no, no, J&J and Kane. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, now let's let's switch gears a little bit and talk about NXT. There are two things really I want to talk yeah. about. Yeah. The first is the debut of Asuka. And um, I, I don't know about the name. Uh, the name just doesn't strike me as something unique. I don't know what I'm going to It's like uh, naming a Japanese wrestler Asuka is like renaming an American wrestler Jenny. So it's that common of a name. Yeah. yeah. No, I think it's more to familiarize her with uh, the American audiences. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I like, get you remember it. Kenzo Suzuki? Yeah. yeah. Come on, man, Suzuki. <laughs> that was his real name, wasn't it? Yeah, that's his real name. Yeah. Wow, really? Yeah, that's it was his, his real name. name. Yeah. No way. No, yeah. Even Hiroko, that's her real name, too. Oh, yeah, my God, okay, then you can slap me in the face <laughs> with that one. Wow, I had no idea. But, yeah, it's like, I know. Well, Hideo Itami was better. Yeah. I said, well, even though that Hideo... That's unique to me. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it means House of Pain or some shit. Yeah. Uh, no, Hero of Pain. Oh, thank you. Uh, even though Hideo is a common name, uh, you don't usually hear the word, the name Itami. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, I, I guess the one thing I want to bring, uh, bring up about the Asuka debut is the video package right before she debuted. You take a look at it, and it reeks so much of Final <laughs> Fantasy. It was some generic Japanese font. Let me try to uh, bring I, it up. I right have you. not seen this, just so everyone knows. <laughs> I have not seen this yet. It's just, I don't know. Do you know, you guys know the... Typical Japanese font. Yeah, the typical Japanese font. When you go to your Microsoft Word, maybe, and then look for the international font, you can see that there is this Japanese font for Roman letters. Yeah, uh, no, my serif. It, it, yeah, my serif, and it looks a certain way. It uh, it looks a certain unique way. I can't describe it, but you know it when you see it. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. that's what they use. And there are fucking cherry blossoms in the background. Yeah. <laughs> this is interesting. Yeah, yeah, no, we're, we're, we're is totally it racist? Or uh, I wouldn't say racist. It's stereotypical. <laughs> stereotypical? That's the that's the term. Stereotypical. Yeah, but is I, it, I would say it's stereotypical. Is it too. racist in being stereotypical? Uh, here, here, here. I, I, I brought it up. You could make the Have same case for New Day. Wow, that is interesting. See, that is the Japanese font right there. Yeah. It's up next, but whereas if it was another wrestler like say Apollo Crews, <laughs> it would be much snazzier, much yeah, smoother, yeah, 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 right? More sleek. Oh. We're just nitpicking here, though. Yeah, no, I think they just want to like, really simplify us for the American yeah. audience. I'm pretty sure that's the reason. Like, if someone like Okada came ba- came came to WWE, which I don't see happening yeah. anytime soon, that's not anyway. Happen. Yeah, but you know, I'm sure they'd give him a different name, something more familiar. You know, 
Um, last thing I want to bring up before we get to the news is Eva Marie. Because okay. Eva Marie had a match this week against Carmella, which I'm is a rematch. From <laughs> <laughs> I can see two huge reasons why. Hey. hey. Now, uh, Eva Marie and Carmella had a rematch from their TakeOver Brooklyn match, which was a, a, a stink bomb of a match. Oh, this time better. around, this so? time around was a bit better, except, um, you know, I actually like that they made an angle out of Eva Marie not kicking out. <laughs> they made a legit angle out of it. There was a spot. Yeah, it, there. it was clever. I saw it. I saw it. There was, was a spot there towards the end where, uh, see, Carmella rammed Eva Marie into her boot. So Eva Marie falls down, Carmella pins her, oh and then the God. camera was positioned such that you can't see legs of Eva Marie. So the ref was counting one, two, that my third fall, or my third count for the pinfall, but he didn't count it, just like the previous match. Except this time, in the replays, they'll actually show that Eva Marie got her foot on the ropes <laughs> right before the ref counted to three. It's, it's clever. So it was a clever way for them to incorporate yung botch ni Eva Marie, plus the fact that at the start of the match, Eva Marie had an, a picture-in-picture picture promo where she thanked the referee for being understanding towards her. Huh. And then she gave him a kiss, which was a very okay, heel thing to okay. do. Okay, I like this. Yeah, she blew the uh, ref okay. a kiss. This is interesting. Yeah, it's an interesting enough. So okay. I don't mind it as long as they don't ever uh, make any pretenses that she'll be a face. Yeah. They, you, she cannot be a face at this the point. The way I see it, she, she seems to be sleeping around with the ref. I mean, that's, that's, that's the way I, I, I'm imagining it. I don't care how she does it or what she does as long as they keep writing her as a heel because I'm hating her right now. Everyone hates her, honestly. Yeah, yeah, everyone else is. May I I dare say that this is almost Eddie levels of cheating. Eddie levels? Almost, almost. Yeah, almost, almost. Not quite there, there, but almost. Because Eddie Eddie was very smart about it. Yeah, this is smart. But this is... Hmm, Actually, yeah, that's a pretty interesting theory. Yeah, Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. And the only thing here is that uh, Eva Marie accompanies the camera angles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or the camera angles are you know, putting Eva Marie over, which is where uh, I see Eddie. He just cheated. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm just trying to understand if, if this was all on purpose. Yeah, that yeah, one yeah. was on purpose. Or yeah. if this was this just week, a yeah. big botch. Or, no, 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 you know, this I mean, week was on purpose for sure. They, they, they took the botch and worked around it. Yeah, they oh. made lemonade out of lemons. Yeah. <laughs> Put it simply. All right, uh, let's talk about news really quickly before we talk to Ken Warren. I'm sure he's you know he's bored outside, so we'll let him in in just a bit. I get it. First thing to talk about: the fan who ran in to join the Shield. I thought that was Joey Mercury. I look like D'Lo Brown to me. No, really? I'm a Joey Mercury. Yeah. Yeah. Brown and he was bald. I don't agree with Stan that often, but I really thought it was Joey Mercury. I love what, what Anthony said when we were writing our review of Night of Champions. I mean, it's fans like you who ruin this experience for us. It's fans like you who make us look bad. And so for that, I raise my middle finger to you. Fuck you. Again, in, in bold letters on, on Smart Henry. And yeah, you know, this person probably deserves to spend 10 days in jail. And let us say now, if anyone listening to this show before Renaissance is planning to go to Renaissance, you none of you better make uh, no, better better do this shit. <laughs> Especially your kids. Oh yeah, wow. I mean No okay look about that. No, 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 okay. No. No, let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. It's not okay to have your kids interfere. It's not okay to have your kids enter the ring. Pero yung bata kapag napakawalan, una bobo yung parent. Yeah. All right? But second, 
you can understand a bit because the kid doesn't know any better. No, but I, if you're a grown man yeah. and you willingly enter the ring or you willingly insert yourself in you the segment, you deserve to get your ass. Let me kicked. ask you, Brandy, yeah. are you gonna are you, are you gonna kick a, a fan's ass if they do that? Why the hell not? Because Chester, they're coming in there to hurt me. Even though uh, you know what I mean. So if the guards don't get to him in time, you kick his ass. L- look at it this way: if he tries to to come at me. Yeah, I'm gonna give him a reason to never come, to never come at me again. I mean, no, what the let hell? Let me say this: I will personally have you arrested if you try to mess with Renaissance on Saturday. Thank you. I feel safe for once. I don't give a damn who you are. I don't I give don't, a damn if you're a paying customer. If you want to RKO or stun anyone <laughs> and expect them to pay for your training, then fuck you. Oh my god! What was you going to do for the, for parents of kids who get a little too out of control? No, we got to talk to them. We gotta talk to them. We we have this. We have to set the right. rules. Dude, right. That kid was running all over the locker yeah, yeah, room. Yeah, right. we, we have wow. to. We have to. We have to make this clear now. That happened at PWR. Live. It did. Yeah, it did. Yeah. We did actually try talking to the parent. And yeah, he's we did. an idiot. Because you know he was insisting the kid was such a fan of wrestling that he let him run, run and have fun. What? It's not a fucking playground, man. Yeah, yeah it's not. It's what not. if a wrestler? Did uh, dive to the outside while the kid was there. Yeah, and the thing and is, the yeah. and such as that. Look at it this way: there are six hundred people in that building. More. Yeah. You're gonna let the kid run around six hundred strangers? Yeah, exactly. Come on, that's lousy parenting. Yeah. So parents, you have to know better, all right? So, so, and and what? But going back to the shield guy, dude. I do not understand. It's not just the first time. This is not the first time. This has happened over, what, over two months. Yeah, to S.H.I.E.L.D. members. Yeah. To S.H.I.E.L.D. members, exactly. Wow, yeah, that's a great point. It's always been S.H.I.E.L.D. members. I don't get it. I, I mean, you Ex- would think that the crowd would have had enough of patting Roman Nate, on the back. They don't have enough. Like they, want, they want a S.H.I.E.L.D. reunion. Because, you know, they miss the days when everyone would come down through the aisles. Yeah, I just say, I'm really scared for Roman. If I were Roman, yeah, I'd be too, so yeah. terrified. Honestly, this is horrible. Yeah. Man, I mean, what the hell? He got know? hit by a plastic briefcase. Who knows what? Yeah, if. Like, the guy is trying to feed his family. I mean, it's a it's a job. You look at it anyway. It's a fucking job. I, I you know, I don't get it. Man. I do not understand what there is to gain by doing this. Okay, you can say that you can gain some notoriety when you get into the ring, but the for the, a few seconds. the negatives. Yeah, exactly. The yeah. negatives <laughs> outweigh the positives. Yeah, say, for one, you'll be banned for life at so WWE events. And now you'll be you'll be sentenced to jail. As, so they're gonna as they deserve, up. as they deserve. I'm it, sorry. So but they me, me, blemish him as a criminal record. Mo. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't care if it's in the U.S. Because in the U.S., ex-cons can have a job. It's not even. You know, it doesn't matter. Anywhere you, you're an ex-con and try to get a job, it's always a strike against you. Definitely. Right. So you know. Um, Please, is be it cool about it? Is it worth losing your entire, well, not in your entire life, but most of your life over, what, a few five seconds, seconds of fame? Of fame? Yeah, yeah. Not even 15 seconds. You don't even get to see, you don't even get to show yourself on the camera. More importantly, is it time for people like us to actually write a guide on how to be a proper wrestling fan? We did. You, we did a smart, oh, well, someone did. Sit back and enjoy the show. If you don't like it, we're sorry. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? Eh? Dojo Drifter wrote a... Uh, a guide on how to be a fan. Yeah. Bunch of Japanese fans. Those are fans. Yeah, those are fans. Those oh, are yeah, fans. No, I know. I know firsthand. Yeah. Anyway, um, one last bit of news that we got to get to. Let's talk about Carlito and how there are hey, rumors going yeah. around that Carlito might make the WWE a little bit cooler again. Isn't he Ken Warren's father? I've seen Red. Red. Red's a cool guy. He's a big flush fan from what I hear. So uh, <laughs> Red is cool. 
Hmm. Carlito is cool. Hey! <laughs> no, but there are rumors going around that uh, WWE is looking for another Latino star and that they're looking towards Carlito to fill in that role. Uh, I don't... I, I'm a little puzzled by this personally because, you know, when you see Carlito, he doesn't really strike me as Latino per se, you know what I mean? Well, he is half Puerto Rican and half Canadian. Yeah. He's half Canadian? Yeah, his, mo- his mom is Canadian. Jesus, no wonder. That's why he speaks great English. Wait, that, that, that does not... <laughs> that does not follow. That logic does not follow. Just because you're half Canadian. Reading. No, that's what I remember reading. It, the, Ralph Imabayashi is half Japanese. I've never heard him utter a Japanese word in my... In, oh, that's true. In, all the time. That's true. But <laughs> every time I've known him. Have you heard Carlos Colon speak? No. He speaks He speaks bad English. Okay, fine. Ah, okay. He speaks bad English. But so, his son yeah. seemed to do well. Exactly. His son seemed to do well. Okay, I, I the Rock is half Samoan. And I've never heard him speak a word of Samoan. Isn't Neither part, have the Usos. Neither is he part have Canadian? Yeah. Too? yeah. I mean, yeah, I've noticed he that. He has yeah. no Canadian accent either. <laughs> no, man. I, with Carlito, I mean, well, can I ask you, what do you think about Carlito? I'm t- sorry to turn this around, but no, it's fine, what, it's fine. what's your opinion about it? I love Carlito personally, but I... I don't see him as a big star, but mostly because we never got to see him. Uh, we hit, never got to see it happen. We never got to see him hit the ceiling. I mean, I think that was a botch on WWE's part, in my opinion, because he had a lot of momentum oh, going true, on yeah, yeah, in yeah. the beginning. Exactly. You know? I mean, he won his, uh, the U.S. Championship in his first match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and he was what uh, twenty-four at the time. He's he, thirty-six now. Yeah, he beat John Cena for it of all people. Yeah. He was like the yeah. Dolph Ziggler of his time. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was a time when he was really out there. He was really, he was the shit. Yeah. But and, and then he got stuck in the mid card, and then he got stuck in person uh, on on storylines with girls, the right? Tony yeah. Wilson, Maria. Then he got depressed, and then you know he let himself go, yeah. and now he went to to the Indies. He got himself buff, but he, I mean, you don't hear much about him because there's nothing much to say about him on the Indies. He doesn't do much. No, he stayed because in his uh, family's promotion, yeah, 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 Wrestling but, Council, where yeah. he became champion, you know, champion so many times. Well, yeah, but my point is, I mean. He when you watch his matches on the Indies, I mean, you don't you compare it to someone like Drew Galloway who really stepped up. Mm-hmm. He really stepped up his game. I didn't see Carlito do that. He said he seemed he seemed to be just you know going with the paces or you know. The thing about right, WWE yeah. looking for a Latino star is that they already had it. There. Hey, that was my. I was going to say that. No, Jesus but it's a Christ. truth. It's a truth. Yeah, I was going to say this anyway. They, yeah, they blew it. Hey, it's a truth that everybody knows that they already had one in mm. El Patron. And they had. He was two. a ring general too. Yeah, I mean. If you, you mentioned someone like Sin Cara, whose gimmick is completely dead, mm-hmm. they could have had a lot more, but you know they they messed it up. Well, he messed it up too. Well, yeah, he messed it up too. Yeah. Yeah. If if uh, obviously El Patron is off the table, yeah. Mm. So if it's not Carlito, why aren't we focusing on Calisto? That's a very good question. That, that is a very good question. Because yes. Calisto is a badass. He is more of the next Rey Mysterio than Sin Cara. And he be. speaks English. That's true, yeah. That's the thing. He speaks fluent English. He's bilingual. He speaks yes. Spanish very fluently then. Yes. So why why doesn't WWE just focus on building Kalisto? Because, I, yeah, that's a good question. In my opinion, once again, it's the, the small man thing. You yeah. know what I mean? Like he, he is literally as the same height as Mysterio. Yeah. And for whatever reason, they got behind Ray because he was unique. He was new. No, they, they got behind Ray because he was at the right place at the right exactly. time. Exactly. At the time, he was unique. There was no one else like him in WWE. But Plus, he had the right? sympathetic card when Eddie mm. died. They did not ah. get behind Ray right away, though. Yeah. I mean, like, they did. Uh, when, when Ray first stepped into WWE, he was almost as much as Kalisto was now. 
No, yeah. no, I disagree. He was SmackDown Six. Oh yeah, he was SmackDown Six. He was Six. SmackDown Six. But he, he was he was wrestling Kurt Angle. But he was among the pack. He was not he was transcendent. Not like, yeah. yeah, he was okay. not like a, a big name star. Okay, let's be honest. Yeah, he was not main event, mm-hmm. but he was always reliable in the mid card and in the tag team division. He, they were putting him everywhere. He was working with Brock Lesnar and That's Angle. True. That's a big deal. Calistro. Or Kalisto, sorry, isn't doing nearly the same amount. Mm-hmm. He is not. That's because he's not getting the opportunities. Yeah, like, exactly. He's stuck. He's That's stuck. the point. That's the Someone point. Someone needs to get out of the way so he can move up. But can he now? I mean, to me, Lucha Dragons have been. Yeah, yeah. I, I think either the Lucha Dragons get a push or Sin Cara, uh, uh, they need to break up. Their momentum is yeah. gone. Yeah, no, it I is w- gone. I would rather them uh, that they get a push. The As problem, a tag lang, team? Yeah. yeah. The problem lang is the tag team scene is so uh, it, it's, it's so crowded, it's crowded as well, right yeah. now. Yeah, which is crowded a, for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a lot. It's there's New Day, there's the Dudleys, there's Part-time PTP, yeah. and then there's everyone else. You mean you know? Yeah. yeah I mean, it, it's not a good division. It but isn't. I, I guess all of this is to say that if WWE is looking for a Latino star, don't don't look outside Buna because you have one right there who's yeah, just waiting have, for like, an two opportunity. Right there, actually. Yeah, you have two. If you if you if you have some hang ups about the small guy, you got uh, Sin Cara who I, can work power. I think, I think his his uh, bra- the Sin Cara brand has been so damaged. Yeah, it's true. You know, like I don't think anyone would, would really buy into it anymore. Or you know, you have two guys who can just unmask and you know get rid of oh, the midget. That is true. Oh, yeah, yeah. But you lose all the merch though. Yeah, I never thought about that. You lose Those the mask merch. merch. Really? I mean, yeah, they are, do. Are you talking about Los Matadors? No. I was talking about the Matadors. Oh, wait, are we talking about, about the Matadors? matadors? Yeah. I was talking about the Matadors. Yeah. About the matadors. Yeah. Come in the county of the army. What? <laughs> where, where did this conversation yeah, turn? He mentioned the, the midgets, you know, what? the midget, right? Yeah. Yeah, and that's El Torito. And yeah. you know, Jesus um, Christ, yeah, yeah, he mentioned it, so that's yeah. why I understood. See? And those, yeah, exactly. I'll high five you for <laughs> hey, that because okay. you know, for once, we're, we're on the same page with yeah. this. For once, I did not see the turn where y'all turned, <laughs> <laughs> you missed the bus. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, right. guys, yeah, that's fine. Anyway, uh, that's that's gonna do it for everything and anything. Uh, it's going around this, week, WWE yeah. this week. Uh, one last thing today is the birthday of one Stephanie McMahon. Wow, she looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. How old is she? Uh, she's in her late 30s. <laughs> she looks great. She does, yeah. She I'd does. marry her. I'd have a billion reasons to do so, too. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, quick fact check. Yeah, she's 39 today. Incredible. 39. Jesus 39 Christ. years old. My God, and there are a billion reasons why. When we That's first started watching, <laughs> she was like, what? In her 26, yeah. yeah. Something like that. Yeah. She looks so innocent. And yeah. Yeah, you know, and then, you know, she became so bitchy. And Look at her now. Yeah. Scary. For the right reasons. Your billion-dollar princess is now 39. Anyway, we got our picks of the week coming up. Uh, But before that, of course, we're talking to Ken Warren. We're talking to classical Brian Leo about Renaissance. And then right after that, our picks, picks of the week, and we wrap this baby up. We're sitting here with our boy, the social media sinister, Ken Warren. And, you know, I just got to interview this guy a few hours oh, ago. Fresh off the, the madhouse. Yeah. Uh, how, I, was, how was it, bro? I was, I was so proud of you, man. Thank how you was. so Let me much, boss. See you. What up, homie Ro? What's up? What's up, man? How's it going? All right. So um, how was it like? Cause I, I know that you've been, you have experience here on the podcast. Yes. Being on radio yeah. is a different game altogether. I know. I heard I know. of the recording. True, true, true. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me about the experience sitting there with us, uh, meeting Tracy and Chris. <laughs> how was that? Well, meeting meeting both of their co-hosts were not it was nice, but 
the the experience was oh, no i gotta be honest it's nerve-wracking 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 whatever <laughs> I, it's, it's it's that that's how i felt when i was there earlier was it your first time house. was it your first it time? was my first time actually. you better get used to it there'll be more coming i hope so i hope so i think i think the guys at voice i don't want you on <laughs> no we can make something yeah, happen yeah we can make something happen probably yeah I mean I was able to introduce Sandata to them uh, the fighters from oh, Hire oh yeah Sandata's a great great without game, his man. mask and shit yeah, yeah we so party all the time bro so who's to say that but, uh, you, you, might, you might end up meeting whoever else yeah true the girl of your dreams? Hey! Probably. Depends. Hey. Depends, man. Depends on my mood. So, all right. Uh, let's get down to business. Um, yes. What up? In two days, we're recording on Thursday night, uh, right smack before the long weekend. Traffic is terrible. I, 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 just, came from when, uh, I just came from braving the traffic myself. Uh, how do you feel, bro? It's Renaissance. You've been here for a year since since the first Renaissance. Well, you know, before that, but... Yeah. Sorry. Before that, but uh, how, how does it feel? To get here after one year. Yeah, talk about TBT. It's about PWR Renaissance again. It's the second annual Renaissance this yeah. time. And looks like I'm flying solo or it depends if the champ is coming in well, a few minutes. Exactly. Yeah, the champ is coming yeah, in a few yeah. minutes, of course. And yeah, he's yeah. also stuck in traffic. Yeah, of course. Traffic's Damn terrible. third world traffic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But at least you're here. That's the important part. So we get to hang out with you first. We get to talk right. to you first. Uh, so, you know, we have to get... We have to get through the business questions before we get to the fun questions. Oh, yeah. So let's get them out of the way. Let's ask you about what's in your mind, what's on your mind heading into Saturday, your big match against Ralph Imabayashi. By this time, what's on my mind, you don't want to know, man. What time is it, like 9 p.m.? Come on. I can't let you know, guys. Is this a PG show? No, it's not. It's not a PG show. I could curse, right? Yeah, yeah. Shit, shit, shit. I could curse right now. Okay, okay, okay. It's nice. It's nice. Oh, true, 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 true. What's on my mind regarding the half Pinoy? Half Japanese sensation, but full midget Ralph Imabayashi this Saturday. He must be quick. He's like Sonic. He's very quick. But sometimes his quickness is irritating, if you know what I'm saying. Right, right. He's, he, he's quick physically, but is he quick mentally? <laughs> let's see if I could outthink. Let's see if he could outthink me this Saturday at PW Renaissance at the semifinals of the Philippine Hybrid X or the PHX Championship Tournament. What's the first thing you're going to do when you win the championship or if you win the championship? Party. Oh, you're going to party with Peter? Depends, man. Is he, is he not busy? I don't know. Depends, bro. I could party by myself by, with, my, with my crew and everything, with my hashtag followers, my hashtag kinetics. Get it? Ken, kinetic. Yeah. So, so pick your club. Valkyrie or Palace Pool Club? <laughs> Palace Pool Club. Why do, you, yeah. why do you love Palace Pool Club, huh? I love Miami, bitch. Well, I haven't been there, but I like the setting of Miami. Do, do you love the Palace Pool Club? Because I'm going to bikini on my girl, do. Yes. I've got to be honest. Yes. Let me ask you for the benefit of everyone listening. Who was the guy, by the way, who gave you your first ever ticket inside the Palace Pool Club? Okay, okay. I, I get what's happening right now. Okay, bossy, it's you. Thank you. You want that? You want that recorded? Okay, thank you, bossy. We appreciate I what? appreciate that. Oh, so, thank so, you. Wait, wait, wait. Let's talk about this real quick. Okay. What happened that night your, that you actually that went? That night. <laughs> on your, in your first time at the Palace Pool Club, what happened? Oh, dude, it was it was very adventurous. Who, who, was, who were you with? Can we see who you were with? No. Nah, no. man. Okay, I can't right. see who I was with. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. 
for personal friend yeah, yeah. yeah so so what happened what was the experience like Because i mean we can warn you online all the time but it, but it's it's got to be a new experience to take yourself out of that comfort zone of being online mm-hmm. and being around all these chicks in the bikinis all these guys <laughs> bikinis <trying to> <laughs> not only inside me i had it's actually bitches. outside the ones getting uh cabs and everything if you saw that seat that that um what do you call this that 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 image, that visual, someone in a bikini just with a flannel all over, uh, on top of her, yeah. on her bikini getting a cab. Wow, I love Manila. It's more fun <laughs> in the Philippines, indeed. It's more fun in BGC. <laughs> so how much exactly. fun did one Ken Warren have that night? Maybe too much. I don't know. I, I came from Cubao Expo. I think. Yeah, it, we came from the press conference this uh, Labor Day, past Labor Day. So remember the day. Yeah, past <laughs> oh, Labor Day. Yeah. Of course you remember the day. Of course. <laughs> so, you a Lonely Island call, that kind of call. What, what does that mean? Come on. I'm like, young. I'm 20 years old. Oops. Did I say my age out loud? Oh, my God. Right. Well, I mean, people know now. Okay. At least, you're not a minor edad. True. Internationally, you are. Yeah. Yes. But we're in the Philippines. That's what So, in the Philippines, Ken Warren, you know, Ken Warren is not a minor. Yeah, I'm not. All right. Uh, you know, uh, Classical Walk, Brian yeah, Leo is just right actually in, walking uh, right classical in. Classical Brian Leo. What up, Jeff? Right, classical Brian Leo has officially joined us in the studio. How's it going, champ? Our guest host. Sorry, sorry, Good evening, gentlemen. What's up, uh, brother? Nice to see you again, Warren. Very nice to see you. I think yeah, it's fitting always. that both of you are together right now because at this time last year, it was the two of you who guessed it here on the podcast yeah. for the first time as a unit. Yeah, you remember, remember that, that, brother? Oh, yeah. yeah. I was wearing a cap, man. You were you were your awesome self. Come on. Yeah, I'm still Classical. my awesome self. You I know, know what I mean? All <laughs> <laughs> right, so uh, we were talking to Ken Warren, and we were asking him about his, his uh, adventures at the Palace Pool Club. Did you hear yeah. about that? No. What adventure did you have at the... Oh, wait. I know this story. Uh, my bad. He was rubbing it to me because he gave me the free tickets. Mr. Bossy. Thank you again. If you want that on record, thank you, Mr. Bossy. Just doing you a favor, man. Just uh, leveraging those connections to hook you up. When does the chat get, get some tickets oh, that yeah. pass pulled by the way? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. That's a very good question, which I'll have an answer to very, very soon. <laughs> you just got. You just have to play by my rules. So let, let's... Uh, anyway, um, we have a lot to talk about for tonight. Um, I, I want to get into your, your minds first, heading into this Saturday. I think that's right. the, that's the obvious question, right? So yeah. uh, I asked I asked Ken that question. Let me ask you that now, Champ. Um, what's on your mind as you get ready to face off against not just Jake De Leon but also the Apocalypse? Why the hell am I in that match? That's one thing that's in my mind. Now I've given I've answered <laughs> oh, this wait, question wait, over wait, and over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? Why? I do not know. As a PWR viewer, uh-huh. why is why does Apocalypse get a match? No, I answered this question match. multiple times. Once in Tokyo, <laughs> once for Rappler. All right, and once at the press conference, yeah. and the answer is this: just, you know, just to make it consistent for everybody, the apocalypse made a statement at PWR Live. The statement was, "I want an opportunity." Uh, it doesn't matter how he delivered the statement. I've always been a man that grants fair opportunities. He fair. wanted a shot at the championship. He got one. Yes, but why does apocalypse get a shot? <laughs> yes. yes. So wait, bossy. If I do the if I do the same thing, I could get a shot too. Look, I'm not encouraging again the ideas, Kenneth. No. You already have a shot at a championship. You're in a tournament. Oh, okay. True. Right? True. Fair enough. Touche, touche, touche. For now. You want all the glory. Yeah, and as for classical Brian Leo, the the reason why you're in that match is because you're the champion. Plus, your (laughs) match against Jake DeLeon didn't really have a conclusive finish. Yes, it did. He passed out. I won. It was very questionable at best. Questionable in what way? The man's hands dropped three times on the mat. It doesn't get any more unquestionable than that. I beat him. 
the idea is to settle this all on a fair playing field for everybody involved. So we might as well put you all in a three-way dance hey, and let's see who the best man is uh, at the end of the night. I just want to say there is no such thing as an even playing field, man. If that were the case, everyone would be born the way I am. Extremely fantastic. And that is not possible. You know... There are seven days in the week, right? Uh-huh. You're, they, they were wrong. There are eight days in the week. It took God seven days to make the earth, and it took an extra day for him to make one person perfect. That person was me. He is classical Brian Leo. Ah. Bossy, bossy. You want to make it more, uh, what do you call this, equal or more fair for everyone? Because I, I myself, I readied myself for two matches this Saturday. You want to make it three matches? I could be in there, you know? Put me in there, fatal four-way match. I got you, brother. You don't worry, man. Again, Can't Mr. Warren. What are you doing? I don't know, man. Mr. Warren, don't get any ideas. Wait, what would you do in this match if you were in this match? Yeah, what I would, would you be do? in the match. I would make the match, probably. Depends. I don't know. And how exactly do you expect to come out unscathed against not just the apocalypse, not just the senorito, but the champ who's right beside you, mind you? Yeah, I'm right beside well, you, Well, at Kenneth. least I'm not backstabbing. I'm saying in front of him as well. You know what I'm saying? True, true, you know true. I agree, I agree. You know what I'm I agree. It's, it's just, just you can thought, team though. up all you want. It's but at the end of the day, only one guy raises his hand in victory. Which will be me. So do I get the match? No. <laughs> come on, bro. A bus. See, I'm sorry. No. No, you don't get the match. Thank you for the ticket, though. No, still no. No, you don't get the match. <laughs> Shut up, Ken Warren. All right. You can get another ticket to Palace Full Club if you want. Yeah. Not the match. Oh, yeah, not man. the match. All right, all right. Bye. That's okay, Ken. That was for your own good, I'm sure. Why are we getting formal here, bro? Come on, stop. Call me Ken. Call me Ken. All right, it's, it's, uh, let, let's, get back to, let's get back to business. Uh, Renaissance has, you know, this is the second Renaissance in the history of PWR. I know it means a lot to both of you. You are considered uh, the originals of PWR. So mm-hmm. what's changed? I, I asked no, no, no. Sir Vic this last year, right? Oh, so, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Go yeah, what, what's changed from last year to this year's renaissance how are things different we can we can start with uh, the champ first well first things first you have a real wrestler as a champion that's one thing that's different another thing is a lot of the guys are more experienced they're a lot stronger a lot better a lot hungrier and they're more determined than ever to make sure that you get the best product possible that's definitely out there how about you ken warren well my jerry curls are curlier and i'm more hungrier uh, I got bigger at least, and that uh, mass wise. I wish I got taller, but no, mass wise, I'm bigger, and I'm more intelligent, as expected, and I'm more talented, as expected, and I'm hashtag very, 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 just like what I did in the conference. Very hashtag blessed. How many followers now do you have, as compared to? Like last year. Where though? Where? Uh, What's your account? Let's say Instagram, maybe or Twitter. Instagram, I think I got 200 plus now, thankfully. And for Twitter, thankfully it's growing, but it's the least uh, followers I have. It's 160 plus or something. Okay. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, wait, uh, Brian Leo, I asked, we Ooh. asked Ken Warren this earlier. He's been, you know, uh, as originals, he's been here from Renaissance to Renaissance. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to ask you the same thing. How does it feel to have gotten here? From last year's renaissance to this year's renaissance, man. How do you feel? Honestly, I feel very honored and very proud to to be a part of the company, to be here from the very first show up to the current show. And I intend to keep going and going and going as champion for as long as I can. And believe me when I say that it's for your own good. You guys have been doing this for like a year now. Uh, do you still get nervous, you know, right before you walk out the curtain? Definitely. No, I mean, if you don't have the butterflies, you don't care anymore. That's true. You always have the butterflies if you give a damn. Hashtag preach. 
Right, right. So um, has anything changed with the way that you prepare yourself? I mean, last year, um, PWR was a new company, right? And mm-hmm. a, lot, um, a lot of us, we all felt that we were trying to feel our way around. So one year later, is there anything that's different with the way that you prepare yourself? We can start with Ken this time. Maybe this time I'm more, um, how do you call this? Well, I do still do the warm-ups before, like push-ups, man. No, but, but like with the way that you train yourself. Train, your, train myself. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm more comfortable this time. And at the same time, nah, yeah, I think nothing's changed. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not, yeah. I think nothing's changed. How about you, Cla- uh, classical Brian Leo? Well, when you first start, you don't really know what you're doing. Let's all be honest, right? No one starts out perfect. Yeah. I mean, you don't know what routine to get on. You don't know how to properly train. And I guess over time, you know, I guess I evolved my training to, to be more towards athletic and kind of put um, athletes and put more emphasis on performance as opposed to something that will make me look a lot prettier. Mm-hmm. not really going for a de- de- definitive physique per se, but more towards what makes me feel comfortable in the ring and what makes me at my most dangerous and I always prepare and study my opponents a lot, a lot often now, a lot more often now. So um, I think this is the first time that you and I actually get to have a conversation about you studying your opponents. Mm. So take us through that process. Like when you prepare for a big match, and mm-hmm. you've been in big match after big match after big match. So and how I've been did, winning big match after big match after big match. Thank how's you. that been? How, how, <laughs> how, uh, how does one Brian Leo study or prepare himself for his opponents? Well, here's one thing. You watch whatever tape you have of the opponent. Watch it twice, watch it thrice, make comparisons to wrestlers that you've idolized who have beaten similar opponents, and see what, you, what works and what doesn't work. So give us an example. Jake DeLeon has been your fierce rival for the better part of a year. Yeah. So if you can liken Jake DeLeon to a wrestler, um, maybe not a Filipino wrestler, mm. like, you know, it can be an American wrestler, a Japanese wrestler, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Who would you compare JDL to and who would you compare yourself to? Um, I don't want to toot my own horn or whatnot because obviously we also have a long way to go before we can really compare ourselves to anyone. But if I were to actually get a comparison, I'd have to say in this in this company he's Ricky Steamboat and I'm Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. He might be the best good guy in the company, but in the end I'm the best wrestler in the company. My proof: I'm holding the belt. How about uh, how about you, Ken Warren? Like yeah. um, I, I know that um, it's also taken a lot out of you. I mean, you're 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 considerably younger than a lot of the guys on on the roster, right? So, um, what is the what is the studying process for someone like you when you know you have you don't have a wealth of experience behind true, you, true. but at the same time you claim to be hungry? So, how do you prepare yourself like that? Well, I'm hungrier in the sense that I I choose my moves um, wisely now. I used to do the moves uh, just to flash and everything. Flash mm. meaning. Uh, I want everyone to be fancy. You want to show do, off. Yeah, show off, basically. That's why I like, I'm a huge fan of Dolph Ziggler. But right now, uh, and I don't really like comparing myself to everyone, to anyone at, at all because um, I want my originality. I want to be original. So, But if you want to compare me, you could compare me to, I don't know, Shawn Michaels, my childhood hero. I don't know. You could call, call it that. Maybe maybe a touch of the Brian Kendrick. Maybe a touch of John Morrison. Maybe a touch of Dolph Ziggler. I don't know. But I, I want to be original. That's the bottom line, I guess. I know you want to be original, but uh, Shawn Michaels, you know, before he became Mr. WrestleMania, before he became the Heartbreak Kid, he was also part of a tag team. So the reason I'm asking this is, is there a possibility for Ken Warren to team up with anybody? Because we've seen you by yourself for the most part. Right. So, but is there a possibility that you will align yourself with anybody in the PWR locker room? Well, it's like the saying goes: the possibilities are endless. Depends, man. Depends. I'm I'm willing to try, but you Mm -hmm. know, 
they can't expect to overshadow me because I'm bigger than them. Star-wise, star factor-wise, I don't know. Are you saying that you're also bigger than classical Brian Leo? Because he's also part of that locker room that you just described. <laughs> no, don't try to turn on me now, Mr. Boss. See, I thank you for the tickets. No, See, it's, stop, it's stop doing mentality. this. It's yeah, crab yeah, mentality, stop, stop man. That's all this, this is crab mentality. What are you doing? Support, what are you trying man. to do? No, no, no. Of course, we're equal stars. <laughs> we're both... Um, I, I would like to say we're both planets. You know what I'm saying? It's People true. try to live off of our um, quote-unquote... It's true. Uh, quote-unquote, yeah. Tailcoats. Yeah, is, is, that, is that a term? Is that the term? Yeah, the term yeah, yeah. is coattails. 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 Thank you very much. Don't gentlemen. correct him. Okay. I'm, yeah, I'm already correct. <laughs> Screw it. What is happening? He's trying to turn on me now. In front of us? No, you see, I told you, man. It's crab mentality. You got to stick together, bro. Trying to put you in right, the right, right. my tailcoat. Let, let me get control back. Let me get the control back. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm driving here. Uh, Ken Warren, since uh, you say that you're kind of open to the possibility of teaming with somebody, if yeah. you could narrow down the PWR <laughs> roster to, say, two or three guys who you would not mind teaming up with or aligning with, who would those guys be? You know what? I'm so confident in my abilities, my natural God-given abilities. Team me up with anyone. Wow. Oh. Anyone. anyone. What if we teamed you up with uh, Ralph and Mabayashi? Yeah. I'll work. That's, that's how you test how professional I am. Fair enough. Fair point. He has a fair point. I could do that. How about Chris Panzer? <laughs> the Amboy. All right. Uh, well, I, yeah, I could do that. No worries. I don't even need to tag him. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll, I'll, I'll be in the ring for 30 minutes, 40 minutes, one hour. I don't know. I don't need to tag him. He's just there to cheer for me. I don't know. I'm pretty sure that if a Ken Warren, Chris Panzer tag team happened, all the ladies would just lose it. Because of me, of course. Obviously. <laughs> they would just lose us. it. Now, as for you, champ, I got to mm. ask this. Um, the Royal Flush has seen uh, you know, so many names go through its ranks. Mm. But at, at this point, are you open to accepting any new members into yes. the fold? Yes, I am definitely willing to accept anyone, any some more new members into the fold. I mean, I've had this offer for Ken Warren for a long time. He hasn't uh-huh. taken it, taken the offer yet, but that's his decision. And I hope you grow up and start to, and start thinking about a little bit, lo- a little bit more, Kenneth. Dude, my hair's longer now, and you know, I, my, my moves are calculated. I don't know; it's, it's very calculated. I remember uh, <laughs> the very first time you two were together here on on this show. Mm. You extended the offer. I, think. I did. And one year later, the offer is still there. It's still there. It's still open for for some for a God-given talent that is Ken Warren. And honestly, oh, it would always be open for as long as he considers it. Let thank me you ask you much. this, uh, Brian Leo. Um, with all due respect, mm. since we're all we're all here anyway. Yes. What role do you have for a Ken Warren in your Royal Flush? When last year, when you extended the offer, John Sebastian hadn't joined you just yet. No, yeah. Now John Sebastian has a role that he plays for the Royal Flush. Mm. What role can Ken Warren play where he doesn't feel? You know, he doesn't feel um, set aside, or he can still feel feel the way that he does on his own. I tell you this: I've got I've got jack of all trades and John Sebastian. I got a perfect ten in main max. I have a queen and scarlet. You know what's missing? I definitely need an ace in the hole. And and there's without without a shadow of a doubt in my mind, Ken Warren is the ace of PWR. Not the ace that goes low. That's Jake De Leon. This is the ace that goes high, and ace his name is Ken Warren. Ace of diamonds. It depends. Maybe I could be the prince of the royal flush. I don't know, man. There is no That's prince. A yeah, there is no prince in the royal flush. Oh, you know, well, they're royalty, not really the cards. <laughs> I could be your gambit. Hell yeah, I could be your gambit. Why the hell would you want to be gambit, kid? I don't know. It's, it sounds cool, man. <laughs> I read. I think I saw him in a comics once. 
Or no, I, I have a no, toy Speaking of comics, yeah. let's ask you about this. I know that you were at the Asia Pop Comic Con oh, over the weekend. <laughs> right? So let's talk about That's that. I know the that elephant in the room. All right. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've been seeing your photos, but I'm not going to spoil it for our listeners. Tell us about your Comic Con experience, man. Well, I just got to hug the hot as hell hacker Ramsey, portrayed by Natalie Emmanuel, the British, that sexy British actress. That chick from Game of Thrones? Yeah, yeah, I think oh, her name right. there is Miss Sunday or something. I, I don't, don't know. watch. I just I, know her from. Same here, same here. And I, I got to hug her. She's so nice, physically <laughs> and emotionally. I guess. What you do you got want? To hug her. I did get. Did to you hug at her. least ask for permission before you laid your hands of on her? Of course, I'm a gentleman. He wouldn't have needed it. He would have wanted. I'm sure. I, yeah. <laughs> did you give her a shirt? I know. I don't have stocks of shirt. I mean, you gave a shirt to Maria Ozawa. Right. You might as well have gone the extra mile for Natalie. True, but that's her character, though. But me, Ken Warren, is me 24-7. And Maria Ozawa is an internet legend. And us internet legends are supposed to watch out for each other. Hacker, Ramsey, yeah. Well, he didn't have a shirt, right, though. Fair enough, fair enough. You know what I'm saying? Um, I blame you. We might as well address another elephant in the room. Okay. Uh, the Comic Con was a bit of a letdown for wrestling fans and wrestlers alike. <laughs> it was because Goldberg wasn't there. So I know that you bought your, you were able to secure your your tickets. Yes, just uh, for Goldberg, right? Yeah, just for oh, Goldberg. Not just for Goldberg, but mainly for Goldberg. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So how did I it feel for Goldberg? Yeah. Uh, I felt bad, but. I still, I know, remember the fact that she, I know, the hot as hell hacker Natalie Mahan was already here, so it's a win-win situation. All right, so um, I, I've been seeing the pictures again. Uh, uh-huh. I enjoyed them, but let me ask you this: Nung sa Comic Con, how many people recognize Ken Warren? To be honest, I'm not really exaggerating right now. I think like six to ten people recognize me, uh-huh. and I actually saw, I think, a celebrity there who <laughs> recognized me, but I didn't just what do you call this? I didn't let him know that. I notice it. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you recognize me. All right. So you played it cool. Yeah. Kind of course. awkward. <laughs> no, no, no. He like, noticed. He, he. Yeah. He noticed you. But you he, didn't let him notice that you noticed that he noticed you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly. incredibly meta. Exactly. And incredibly confusing. It's mind There's games. no point in marking out for a star when you're one yourself. That's you know true. what I mean? And plus, if you don't really know who wait, that star is. Wait, who is this star? Can we, can I can't say? say after the statement I've just said. I won't say it, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll say it off air. <laughs> Speaking of celebrity status, classical Brian Leo, let's mm. be honest. You've achieved a level of popularity among people who follow wrestling locally because of your status, not just as PWR champion, mm. but because you're one of the faces of the company. I'm glad. So how have you been dealing with this newfound celebrity? No, I mean, dealing with it, I mean, it's just another day in the job, you know what I mean? Go in, train. If, if people notice me, I like you, and you respect me, yeah, may, you can have a photo of me. I'll give you an autograph. Uh, I'll admit, though, the first time it was kind of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, overwhelming? Or? Yeah, overwhelming, exactly, because, mm-hmm. you know, when I started this thing, when we started training, I never thought that I'd actually, you know, have a, a bunch of people coming up asking me for autographs, especially when I call everyone sons and daughters of you-know-what uh-huh. and jeepney drivers. <laughs> you can say it here, bro. <laughs> yeah, you can say it. It's an, <laughs> here, brother. We're an explicit labeled podcast. Oh, yeah, I forgot sons and daughters of Pock Pocks. I forgot how many times I've sworn on this there podcast. <laughs> it's been too long. Right, right. <laughs> So, um, how about you, Ken Warren? Yeah. I mean, like, uh, it, has there been a change in your life? How big has the change been in the last year, right? From from one renaissance to another, I'm sure a lot oh, of wait, things I, have I changed. Know, I know the answer to this one. But yeah, how has your life changed <laughs> since then? Really? I don't even know the answer for this one. What's our Dude, <laughs> rumpus room. Oh, yeah, I mean, what do you call this? Um... Yeah, I have a photo of that chick, by the way. I've had more exposures. Yeah, and I have... Wait, I had a... Exposure? 
Anong klase exposure? Oh, of course, public uh, FHM. There you go. FHM. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much. We're yeah. both on FHM, Forever. which means we are a cup a pair of the sexiest men in the Philippines. <laughs> and we were in, fact. at Mansell at the same time as well, maybe exactly. June 2015. And might as well plug it, right? We could plug it here. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah we ahead. can. Why the hell so not? Everyone who's yeah, yeah. listening right now, you can still grab a copy of the September 2015 copy of FHM with the very lovely Yam Katsapshan on the cover who... She replied to me that she's going to be here. Uh, go, not here. Going to be at PWR Renaissance this Saturday to watch me, of course. You should also know that PWR's photo shoot was the team's favorite shoot of the month. Mm-hmm. They've really? actually texted that to us. Hey, that means a lot. You it know, means I, a lot. Oh, as yeah. a member of management, <laughs> I'm, happy to, uh, I'm happy to know that. Be proud, baby. Bro, bro, what's up? Bro, bro, Ken, yeah. I want to ask you something. How does it feel <laughs> that Yam likes Chris Panzer more than you? Well, delusional, but <laughs> I'm kidding. It's, it's well, your time to answer, at, man. At least she replied to me. She replied to me in words, not in, in, in emoticons, <laughs> from, what I, from what I've heard. <laughs> right? If Yam Concepcion shows up at Renaissance, what's the first thing you're going to do if you happen to, like, if you get a chance to talk to her? Shake her hand? I don't know. Kiss her hand? I don't know. Depends. Depends. Is there anything you want to tell Miss Concepcion right here on the podcast? Hi, Yam. What's up? What about other celebrities <laughs> who have jumped on you? Who have jumped on me? Who is it? It happened, bro. Oh, yeah, she's kind. I think, she, yeah, she is actually. Yeah, I, was someone that a celebrity? Told me, someone yeah, told me. Someone really? told me. I saw her on FHM. Someone did the research, yeah. She hugged me oh. at when we were just playing video games. She's, not, a, fan, not video she's games. a fan of ours. Board <laughs> games, yeah. It's amazing. Hugged me. Uh, yeah, I'm very thankful for that one. I, I, I don't want to, what do you call this? I don't want to cover up the sincerity. I'm thankful for that one. That she fucking loves me. I love that exact words. I fucking love you, Ken Warren. Yeah. Okay, thank you. I so, was so there. Much, oh, yeah. So yeah. based on the way that you're carrying yourself, the, the way that you're just inviting all of these women to go on top of you or whatever. Oh, of what? course. <laughs> there is. I think my mom's listening. Don't say that, brother. Don't come on, that. boss. Yeah, really? Hold you on, see, hold this on. is why I called you but Kenneth. I mean, come on. Do man. say that, man. Wow. Hold on. Get the ladies on This is the question. Yeah, man. The question is, <laughs> I'm a is it dog. safe to assume that there is no potential Mrs. Warren right now? Right now, there's none, unfortunately. Ladies, it's I'm fun single. to be single, baby. Yeah. It's fun to be single. Very, very ready to mingle. Anyway, anyway social media sinistress. Yeah, I was actually <laughs> thinking it. Is there a sinistress? <laughs> sinistress? It sounds so evil. I <laughs> like sinistress it. Uh, no, 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 no. Well, How can I you know. be a social media sinister and be a gentleman at the same time? wouldn't make any sense. It's ironic. Exactly. <laughs> it's ironic. So That's yeah. the point, yeah. I'm a gentleman in person to the ladies. Mm-hmm. Not you guys, though. Right. Okay, Back to the bone. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. So we're two days away from Renaissance. And Ken Warren, I, j- I just got to remind you that you may have two matches on Saturday night. Because if you win against Ralph Imabayashi, then you're facing off against the winner between Mayhem Brannigan and Chris Panzer. And who do you think uh, you're going to face? If Should you win... Your match against Ralph, who do you think you're going to face in the final? Who would you prefer to face? Okay, when I win, not should I win. Okay, when okay, I win, okay, yeah. I could face either of them. Hell, have me face the referee. No, but who, do you think, who do you think is going to come out on top? It doesn't matter, bro. It doesn't matter. I could face anyone. I'm willing to face anyone. All right. So you don't have so a no, no, no predictions. No. no. No predictions at all. No. All right. all right. So with all of that being said, is there anything you want to say to, number one, Ralph Imabayashi, 
And number two, your potential opponent, whether it's Mayhem Brannigan or Chris Panzer. I mean, you can't take Mayhem Brannigan lightly. Classical Brian Leo knows all about no, him. No, you uh-huh. cannot. Yeah, and and Chris Panzer, not. he has beaten you. Of course, yeah. So he's made I you tap realized, out. I just realized, you know, I just realized. Yeah. I, I, I beat Mayhem Brannigan. You've beaten Chris Panzer once. Yeah. So that means that? together, man. Does, don't, doesn't that mean you kind of complete me? Oh, <laughs> that's, that's some cheesy that? shit there, yeah, right? Man, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 mem- that membership in the flush is still open, I'm just saying. Okay, yeah, mm. yeah keep that in mind. Shameless plug, if you don't mind. Let's have our agents talk to each other, you know? Jerry Maguire going on. Yeah, I know. So going back to the question, anything you want to say to Ralph and either Mayhem or Chris Panzer? Okay, Ralph and Mabiyashi. Yeah, 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 the kid... I trash talked him uh, during the press con last week, and uh, I gotta give uh, the kid his due. He stood his ground. He stood his ground. He's that's that's very, to say the least, in on my part, very applaudable. Maybe two claps. Kid's right? got balls. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, he stood his Definitely ground. Got he, he tried to keep touching me, which touching which, you? Yeah, he kept he tried touch, to touch he tried touching me, like literally point at me and touch me and it's creepy man okay. i called him out on that but you know it's that's interesting he, but he didn't get to touch me though that's oh, that's wow. the <laughs> metaphor of it that he can't touch me whether it's inside or outside the ring but could he see you he could see me though i'm not seeing him <laughs> all right so what about mayhem brannigan or chris panzer is there anything you want to say to those two guys please kill yourselves please they kill will. yourselves inside that <laughs> ring please so the second you know so that in the second round, because when, not if, when I win my match with the half Japanese, half Filipino, full midget, quick like Sonic, tough as a pocket rocket. There you go. Thank you for the word, champ. Tough as tails. <laughs> yeah, something like that. It would be it would be easier for me. It's like handing me handing me a steak. And when you hand me a steak, like I said before, I'm hungry. I'm going to eat that, brother. How eat like that in like 15 seconds. How do you like your steaks? I like my steaks uh, very well done. <laughs> very okay. well done. All right, all right. Or medium. I like the blood, too. I don't know. <laughs> I'm violent in that way. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. All right. Uh, just having fun. <laughs> classical yeah. Brian Leo, last yes. time we saw you uh, over the weekend, you got your ass handed to you by Jake DeLeon and by the Apocalypse. I got concussed by the Apocalypse. Wait, Thank what? you very much. God. Did you see the way he shoved me into that wall? Damn. Yeah. You got a concussion from that? Yeah. Let me shove you into, into a wall that doesn't budge and then tell me if you don't have a concussion, Jesus man. Christ. So how are you <laughs> feeling? Uh, is, is the concussion, does it still have any lingering effects, any well, lingering symptoms? I mean, honestly, uh, based on all the injuries, you know, you suffer in this business, not, not, you're, you're never 100% for anything. But right now, I guarantee you, I'm, I'm not making any excuses. I'm going to be there this, this 26th, and I'm going to do my very best, and it will be more than enough to walk out as champion. That's, that's something I guarantee and is there anything you want to say to Jake DeLeon and to the Apocalypse? First things first, I have n- absolutely no idea why you gave him a shot. But nonetheless, I will combat that, that ugly, filthy piece of... What, what is he? He's not human, right? The, uh, the Apocalypse. Is he human? He's not. He's a failed abortion. That's what he is. He is a failed abortion. Yes, I will take down that failed abortion known as the apocalypse, and I will once again defeat that high-class son of a puck puck known as Jake DeLeon. And I guarantee you, they're not going to be able to walk properly after that match. And not only that, I will walk out as PWR champion, and it is for your own good. Hashtag burn.
All right. Now, we have a lot more to talk about with classical Brian Leo. We've got to let Ken Warren go. He probably has another club to attend mm. to or something. Yeah. What's, your, what's your club for tonight? Uh, I don't know. Maybe somewhere in Tomas <laughs> Oh, my God. All right. That's fair. <laughs> that's fair. That. So we've got to thank uh, Ken Warren. Where can we follow you on social media for those who don't know? For those who don't know, you guys are idiots. Follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at the Ken Warren. And like me on Facebook, it's Ken Warren dash PWR. There you go. All right. Uh, we'll, we'll Try to look for me on Tinder. <laughs> we'll see Ken Warren at Renaissance. We'll be talking to the champs some more in just a bit. This is the SGP Podcast. We're about to go, but before we wrap this up, we got to thank uh, the social media sinister Ken Warren once again for dropping by and for joining us this week on the podcast. Of course, we got to thank our guest host, Classical Brian Leo, for also being with us tonight. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Now, before For you. Thank you. <laughs> it, is, it, is. it means a lot. Yeah, no, it means a lot. Having you here. Yeah. Thank you so much. Now, before we call it a week, we got to give you our picks of the week. And as the guest host, you get first dibs. Uh, this was kind of tough. I'm going to go, believe it or not, with the Kane storyline, the Kane vignettes. I just love everything about it. It's entertaining, and it's made him interesting and relevant once again. I'm looking forward to it. Let me ask you, Mr. C, if you had a, a deputy... Yeah. What would you feel about this guy? Well, at first I would love it because anything anything I do gago or I say gago in naman right? But I I also have that thing where tangina sobrang bibo na kaburat. You know what I mean? Like that kid in class who's always like, ah oh, sir, alam ko yan yan, or ah oh, sir, I'll do that. I work. Uh, oh yeah, at work. At yeah, work exactly, yeah. exactly. Doesn't that get annoying though? Yeah, it does. It, it does. does. That's yeah. the point. That's <laughs> okay, I can't be. I can't match your energy levels all yeah. the time. Yeah. And if the boss expects that out of all the rest of us, it's not Because believe it or not, sometimes you just gotta take one for the team. Mm. Yeah. Right. So sorry. yeah. Sorry, people, kids. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I get where Ro is coming from. Um, anything else you want to say on the Kane vignettes? Uh, honestly, I can see the similarities between the TNA storyline with Abyss and Joseph Park. Yeah. And that was handled really well. Mm-hmm. Give credit to TNA. That was handled really well until the end where they messed it up, as usual. But I'm hoping, because I, I, I think the both of you gave your opinions on that, what, that he kind of revealed it was all just yeah, a ploy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm hoping that the both of you are wrong and that he really does not know that, you know, he is becoming the monster Kane every now and then. Believe Again, it or not, yeah. we're hoping we're wrong Again, too. Yeah. We're hoping you're wrong. I just want this story to continue because it seems interesting and I, like I hope it's not just to give Rollins another person to beat. Right, right. That's right. what I'm hoping for. Okay. Uh, you want to go first? Or uh, um, I'm going to go with uh, Cena Rollins from Night of Champions. Really? Um, yeah, it was a good match. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It, I loved it better than any of the Cena Owens matches because. Uh, really? Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the Cena Owens matches ended up being spot fests. Well, so I, was, I think that was Cena trying to prove a point. Yeah, you yeah, said it, that it, once, right? Yeah, you told yeah, me that yeah. once, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think it was Cena trying to prove to the haters that he could that actually That he can wrestle. go? <laughs> I mean, like, you're John Cena. No yeah. matter what people think of you, you don't need to prove anything. Probably not, but I think it was just his way of sticking it to the IWC. Yeah. Like, fuck you guys. You don't know shit. <laughs> but in the process, he kind of, you know, devalued himself and brought himself down to their level. Mm. So when they return to uh, storytelling as usual, psychology as usual mm. in Cena Rollins, I, I welcome the change. I yeah. welcome the return. So uh, I think 
Rollins is a better opponent for Cena, match-wise, in-ring-wise, mm-hmm. as than opposed to Owens. Owens is a better personality match yeah, for yeah, Cena. Yeah. Gets, gets. But, but uh, he's, too, he's too much of a spot, of a spot yeah. wrestler. Yeah, that was what Jim Cornette hated about him, actually. Mm. And, big and move, big move, big move. Interestingly, Owens was also able to uh, tame himself for his match with Ryback. Mm. So, so, in a way... This one I've noticed, actually, yeah. Yeah, yeah, in, yeah. in a way, Owens versus Ryback was, was also kind of better... Kind of better than Cena versus Owens. No, I guess it just depends on what fans you're pertaining to. I mean, there are those who always love their crazy ROH. That's true. Shit, you know what I mean? But yeah, personally, true. I'm into storytelling. Me too, me too. I'm I mean, like, that. all that stuff is nice to look at, but when you start to think about it... It uh, doesn't make yeah, sense. It doesn't add know? up. Yeah. Again, word saying right out of my mouth. All right, so, okay. That's my pick of the week. My pick of the week will have to be the NXT Tag Team Championship rematch. Uh, the Vaude Villains retaining against Blake and Murphy just because it's been a while since there's been a main event on NXT and I was excited. Um, NXT has been a little bit underwhelming lately and mm. that's a shame given that there's so much talent in NXT. Mm. The problem, as we all know, is the fact that it's just a one-hour program every yeah. week and that storylines have to be... Um, if, if, if they aren't progressed... Um, uh, onion, parang one week. How, how do you say that? Every other week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank yeah. you. This is the way it's done, right? Like every other week, every there's other a week. set of characters. Well, ROH kind of does this too, yeah. But yeah, yeah, but the problem now with NXT is, especially with the whole Dusty Rhodes tag team does classic this. thing. Yeah, yeah actually. Oh, with the whole Dusty Rhodes tournament happening, um, they actually leave some of the storytellings to, uh, some of the storytelling to mga highlight reel na lang. I actually so don't, don't understand the, the whole tournament. I don't get the concept of it. It's just I mean, a, it's, what, what is this? It's just a single elimination tournament. For yeah. what? To for honor Dusty. That's it. Yeah, apparently that's the thing. But we don't know but if... Why the tag team tournament? I mean, for uh, Dusty? I mean, he is... I guess to get started, everyone involved. I, he started I really out know. as a tag t- in a tag yeah. team, but he wasn't really known for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I think you, it's just get to get you. everyone involved. I think it's just uh, a way to put his name on it. Yeah, and like every every NXT guy technically went through Dusty anyway. Of course, yeah. Right. But, so yeah, that, that's uh. it. Now uh, the the tag team match between Blake and Murphy and the Vaude Villains was not part of the tag team classic, but it, it was it was a good solid match. Mm-hmm. Like Blake and Murphy, they've proven now you know they're good heels and they're a great tag team because they're in chemistry, especially when they do their double team moves. <laughs> But so are the VOD villains, and I've been impressed by the, the VOD villains ever since I started watching them when they were still heel. So the VOD villains were fantastic, right? Really right. Are. So I, I just enjoyed the match. I enjoyed their back and forth, the chemistry between both teams, and then the added elements of Alexa Bliss and Blue Pants was a welcome sight to see, as always. So for that, even though it wasn't like you said, Mong, wow, match of the year quality, that kind of shit. But it was it's still a, a good match. Yeah, it was a, a solid match. match. Yeah. So that that's my pick of the week. And with that, we are about to end this week's episode of the podcast episode number 79 we got to thank our friends from mellow 94 7 for always having us and we got to give a shout out to the boys and girls of pwr who are always working at it day in day out and busting their asses please don't forget to catch renaissance if you're hearing this on a saturday it's tonight at Brian 6 Leo, would you like to invite people to renaissance one last time definitely would once again be there or be square September 26th, Saturday, 6 p.m. onwards. It's the one-year anniversary of PWR. Believe me when I say you are not going to miss it. You're going to have a new PHX champion, the first ever PHX champion, and you're going to see me retain the PWR title. Believe me when I say be there. It is for your own good. You heard it from the man himself. All right. And uh, tickets will be at 300 pesos in case you didn't buy them at Kubao X, in which case, oh well. Or Wingman. (laughs) Or Wingman, yeah, 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 yeah. The collective. And can they still buy it? 
Uh, yes. Well, yes, if yes. you're listening on a Friday, then yeah, you can. <laughs> if you're listening on a Saturday, uh, good luck. <laughs> and we'll see you at, early. at PWR Renaissance at Makati Cinema Square. Uh, on behalf of Ravishing Ro Moran and Classical Brian Leo, this is Stunning Stan C. Wishing you a happy weekend. Peace. Take care. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.